Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, and the boom shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We're the sports brew, and this, my friends, is a wasted Wednesday. Gonna go ahead and crank this thing out a little bit early, which is what we need to tell Randy when he needs to take a, you know, drop ass shortly before the podcast. Go ahead and just crank it out early, dude. Come on, hey, man. I tried to have them turbo turds for you. I really did. <laughs> oh, you gotta work on that, man. But take that energy drink a little bit earlier. Speaking of dropping bombs, let's go ahead and get this. You know, this bad boy up in here. That's right, the one, the only, Shannon, the Twitter Terminator, MacGuffin. What's up, brother? I had the strangest dream. Oh, Lord. <laughs> what was that? No, that I, I said I would take a couple of minutes sleep. Oh, and, um, yeah, I'm yeah. back on the podcast for the second half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about right, man. You absolutely just straight up disappeared last week. We were like, we waited like 15 minutes. We were like... Where is MacGuffin? What is he doing? Maybe he's pooping. Maybe he had to go outside. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I was guessing he fell asleep on the shitter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That ended up being our ultimate conclusion is that you went to poop and that you just, you know, were taking a nap and a crap simultaneously. So, a nap and a crap. Yeah. A crap nap. I'm kind of disa- oh, nice. disappointed that you didn't actually do that because... <laughs> You know, had you had you had Mexican, or maybe if you had ordered your Chinese and gotten your three forks, you know, as they assume how much you're going to eat, <laughs> that you would have been you would have been on your, you know, your throne, your chariots of fire, right out there, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, I'd have been on the chariot of, or the, yeah, the throne of fire. For yeah, sure. throne of fire. Talk about falling into the ring of fire, right? <laughs> well, it depends. I, I I love Chinese food, right? Like like I do. Well, American Chinese food. I don't know about actual like in China Chinese food, but like Americanized Chinese food. PF Chang's glorious. Never bothers me. But you know, Chinese food is one of those things, man. Sometimes you order from a place, oh, and it it just messes you up, dude. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you're like, oh, not eating there again. Nope. <laughs> nope. Uh-uh. It's like the last time I got the General Tso's from here wasn't spicy at all. This one, holy shit. Spice, <laughs> spicy in, spicy out. <laughs> Wi-Fi you know. coming out of my ass. <laughs> no bueno. No bueno. <laughs> yeah, remember the, remember the name of the restaurant that effed you up. That right? is correct. That is correct. Actually, spicy chili ring, yo. It's a, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Shannon, I'm, I'm quite glad to see that you actually did make it off of American Airlines. I saw the story with that nap and that crap. I didn't realize that not only did you disappear in the second half of the podcast last week, but you had to take a flight wherever you were going. This is the headline from People Magazine. Excessively farting passenger reportedly causes American (laughs) Airlines flight to turn around. (laughs) That's my bad, y'all. Sorry. Are are, are we sure that was Shannon or is that Mark? I'll take credit for that one. I'm turning the plane around. I'm, t- I'm claiming that one all, all I'm day saying long. is, bro, if they got to turn a plane around because of your ass, you stank. <laughs> like, that is. You ate the wrong Chinese. <laughs> it's like, what the hell did you eat? <laughs> yeah. The wrong it's stuff. It's crawling in and out of me. <laughs> yeah. Too much. Maybe maybe that's one of those raw milkers. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. Oh. That stuff. That stuff gets dangerous. Jesus. Yeah. That's dangerous, bro. Dangerous. Enzymes, yeah, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> Shake some brown down the tank. <laughs> yes. <laughs> God, <laughs> dang. Anyway, enzymes, they shit signs. I mean, yeah, damn. So, so look, I'm I'm glad that you survived your your stint on American Airlines. 
You didn't you didn't delay Lindy's flight to where where are they at? Cancun? I forget where they're I uh, Caicos, something. It's not Cacos, buddy. That is not. (laughs) Cockle, what? (laughs) What? Somewhere tropical where we're not. (laughs) Somewhere tropical. Like cacao or something like that. Don't you think? Turks and Caicos. Caicos. Is that what it is? Oh, something like that. Yeah. All right. Good. Fair enough. Okay. And just remember, Shannon, next time on that plane, be careful how much you push it, okay? Just saying. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. (laughs) Be careful. <laughs> You've already got one. You already got one plane turned around. Okay. Let's, I know it, man. Let's not make it two. All can't, right. Can't be sharting myself. No. <laughs> no. One one sharting moment. Mm-mm. Don't do it. Okay. Well, if anybody made it through the first five minutes of this disaster bag, congratulations. I guess we need take to take a get, shot. Yeah. At, you know, it's actually not a bad idea. Hold on. When was the last time we played that song? Oh God! Been a minute. Been a while. Been a minute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there you go. <laughs> That's memories. This is how we used to lead off the podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. This was the intro. Mm-hmm. That's when we were doing like moonshine and straight liquor and all kinds of stuff. It's good times though. Oh, it's great times. It's fun memories. This is before I had kids. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Some of those podcasts you had to like delete half of them because you couldn't understand what we were saying. Oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. We would record for like five hours, and like some and of it two hours of content. Oh, yeah, and some of it was just a dumpster fire. I was like, nope, can't even, can't even do it. I was like, nope, this is the cut point, and then I would just record an ending. <laughs> like the rest of it's just gone. <laughs> no, can't do it. Can't do it. Can't, can't do it. No, we we had we had an era, you know. We it was our Eras tour, which is more like the Errors tour, is <clears> kind of <throat> how that went. <laughs> you couldn't do it live. No, Sports no. brew, drunk apocalypse. Yes, they're, they're, we definitely had some drunk apocalypse. It, it's good memories, though. It's good memories. It was uh-huh. fun. I love that. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know that I could handle that at this point. At this point of life, <laughs> probably I don't know if not. Any of us really good. To no, be perfectly honest. No, no, that, no, not not moonshine mixed drinks, mm-hmm. beers. No, that, that would just make the next well, day. Terrible. I'm just saying, this is episode 370. Oh, we're closing in on 400. That's dangerous. We're, we're closing in we're closing on 400. In. So that may, you hey, know. Well, maybe that's what happened to Jim Ursay. Maybe that's why he essentially OD'd, <laughs> right? He was, he, he was playing a sports brew drinking game, bro. What is up with that, by the way, McGuffin? I mean, I'm glad he didn't die, right? But do they do, does, he, does that dude need to go into some rehab? He does. I'm, I'm, I mean, we... Look, we've joked about that for I years. I'm, I mean, I'm clear, glad. I'm glad he didn't die. There are some problems. Yeah, well, hey, I'm glad he didn't die. But I mean, clearly, my man needs to. Hey, look, Dan Snyder's available to buy a team. Come on, he's nah, got no, he's nah. got six bill. Fuck nah. that. <laughs> nah. That cunt does not need to be back in the NFL. There's no way they would let that dude back in. Nah, no, nah, he's he's not in the club anymore. <laughs> no, he he's is. not in the circle. No, that, who was it? Was it was it Gronk? Well, a circle jerk, but you know, was it Gronk a long time ago that that they threw somebody out of bounds and it was like they bounced him out the club or whatever? <clears throat> oh yeah, he threw one of the Colts out. <laughs> like when they were, they'd bring in some kid off the street. He'd run for two hundred yards and four touchdowns yeah. that era. And then the guy came late to practice, and Bill Belichick cut him. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> Okay, all right, I guess we better get to some football. <laughs> Let's do it. All right, 
That's right, old giggity guiles. <laughs> Rolling over here, fist bumping me after that crap game. <laughs> Would you prefer I pulled a mat and just got in your face and was gloating about it? No. <laughs> All right, then. I tried to be like... The entire time, I wasn't over. Cra I wasn't crazy. I no, wasn't no, crazy. no, no, no. You, you what's Penny, funny? Uh, Penny, on the other hand, yeah, Penny scared the <laughs> crap out of the cats in the house. Like at least on at least three separate occasions. <laughs> she was very excited. She, that, she was very excited. By the way, that that Frank's uh, Italian sausage and mushroom pie was that was good. That was good pizza. I love. Oh I yeah, love some Frank's. Frank, pizza, Frank's man. in general, though, man, yeah, that was, mm, some tasty stuff. They're good. They're good. They're good. So look, we obviously we got the divisional round to get to. We've set up the AFC and the NFC championship games. Uh, we have other shenanigans going on. Uh, we'll kind of see how the night goes, but obviously we're we're probably going to primarily just talk about football. <laughs> but we do have a couple of rando odds and ends. Uh, number one, it finally happened. The Chargers have hired Jim Harbaugh, uh, which I we've talked about, and a lot of people have like ad nauseum. I think it's a great hire. Okay, it doesn't mean it's going to work out well. It doesn't mean the Chargers are going to win a Super Bowl. It doesn't mean any of that. But I do think coming off of, you know, that Brandon Staley nonsense, uh, gutless guy, and trying to break the Chargers going to Charger habit, um, I think Harbaugh is a great hire, okay? At least, you know, up front. Now, do keep in mind that, that Harbaugh has, I mean, that dude has a thing. He has a shtick. He has a machine. He ha I mean, he knows what he's doing. He, you've got the cult of personality. I mean, it, Harbaugh is, that's a, that's a strong personality he's a strong football coach he has a he has a style he has a mission and he's gonna go there and he's gonna put some foot to ass <laughs> okay yes, now that's a tough division it's a tough division we'll see what the Raiders do with say quarterback I'm glad they hired AP uh they screwed Rich Basaccia a couple years ago I think they made the right choice with AP again that's another one it doesn't mean it's gonna work out they gotta figure out their quarterback okay um, I've seen some people floating Russell Wilson as a potential there. I, I, I don't, I don't know about that, but they've, they've got some work to do, but those players clearly have bought into AP. And I, I think he's also, I think Pierce is smart enough to know what he doesn't know, right. And try to bring in coordinators and some extra talent on that coaching staff to help him. Uh, but when you talk about being a leader of men, I think one of our best examples of that. Uh, as a head coach currently is is Dan freaking Campbell, right? I joked around about him, you know, being like Kool-Aid man the other week and like running through walls. Look, man, when you can inspire your team, right, and really motivate them and you've got this kind of, again, like what Harbaugh has, man, it, it, there's a certain personality, biting kneecaps, scrapping, clawing, fighting, that imprint on a team. And Dan Campbell, you know, walked that walk. I mean, that guy was a player. Right, he's lived it all across the board as far as a foot. You know what I'm saying? They're like that's a football yeah. lifer, right? You know, just like Harbaugh is a football lifer. Okay, so there's a different kind of credibility with that, uh, and and a different kind of weight and gravitas, if you will. So I like the hire for. I still want to say San Diego. God bless. Uh, I, I like the hire for the Chargers. That is where he finished his career. Um, he did. Uh, I saw a blurb that said it. You know, it felt like home to him. And it's it's a shame that he's leaving Michigan. There's lots of jokes, obviously, about forthcoming sanctions and all that kind of stuff. But some of the BS you have to deal with in college, you have different BS in the pros, right? But mm -hmm. some of this nonsense that's going around, you don't have to worry about that. Yeah. So, And clearly, he wasn't able to get a ring with the 49ers. It was close, right? 
But he didn't finish that. To win, and particularly to do it at Michigan, but to win a chip at Michigan, you come back to the NFL, and God bless, if that man can somehow get the damn Chargers over the hump, right, and to win a ring, I mean, that that's that's like 100%. He's already like a legendary dude anyway, but that would be like, that's that's incredible. Well, and that's what they needed. They needed a grown-up as a head coach. Yes. You know, probably the first time since Marty Schottenheimer they've really had a, you know, a good head coach, so. Well, I mean, I, think about the pieces that that team already has. A lot. Oh, yeah. That, and the fact that Harbaugh is that type of coach who he's a no-nonsense type player, coach, and he literally just, you know, it's that old-school mentality of we're going to punch him in the mouth and we're going to mm-hmm. keep punching him in the mouth until they back up, and I don't care. We're going to keep punching him in the mouth that are on the ground. That's the type of attitude that team needed to have, and Staley just didn't have, bring any no. attitude at all to that no. team. And it, my grievance with Staley, I, I'm not anti-analytics, and we've talked about this, you know, but you still have to have a feel for the game and a feel for the personality of your players and a feel for the moment, right? Analytics are part of the puzzle, but analytics aren't the entire puzzle. I felt like Brandon Staley was Mr. Analytics, but he didn't have a feel for the moment. He didn't, You know what I mean? He didn't have a mm-hmm. pulse. Uh, uh, or have a good read on the pulse of his team and the pulse of the game and the pulse of the moment. And to me, that's what did him in, right? Harbaugh is, to me, the exact opposite uh, as far as having a pulse. That dude has a read on the game, his players, his team, the moment. Again, it doesn't mean they're going to be, you know, all of a sudden they're going to be Super Bowl contenders, Justin Herbert's going to MVP. It doesn't mean any of that. But I will say, uh, without a doubt, that team will play harder, they will play smarter, and they will be grittier. Right oh, yeah. now, they they have some cap challenges. They got some things to navigate for sure. But Harbaugh is going to bring some foot, and and he's going to put it. He's going to put some foot to ass for the Chargers. So I I think that's going to absolutely change the mindset uh, and then the the quality of the product we see in the field. And quite frankly, I think it's great for Herbert, who seems well, like. Can, a, let's consider the players that are going to actually want to come and play for Harbaugh too. That are going to be oh, free yeah. agents. Oh yeah. So he'll mm-hmm. bring the talent on top of it all. You'd think. Now, again, they got some work to do because of their cap situation, and they are a little old in some spots. But it's kind of like that thing with Josh Allen where people are talking about the Super Bowl window. Look, man, if you have an upper-tier quarterback, your Super Bowl window is open as long as they are on field and playing, period. Mm-hmm. Period. Again, they're in a tough division. There's no doubt about that. But if you believe, you know, what is it? what is that little expression, iron sharpens iron or whatever? Yes. Um, if you believe that, then you embrace the competition. And and to me, Harbaugh is not scared of competition, dude. No, he embraces it. Yeah, yeah, he thrives in it. it, it he likes that stuff. Uh, both he and his brother. And I think that that imprint, you can see that on their football teams, which are rugged and will will fight you. Absolutely fight you. The the only weird headline that I saw that I was like, well, of course, and it was Florio. The headline was, oh, will, will Colin Kaepernick be offered a spot on Jim Harbaugh's coaching staff? And I'm like, that's that's such a Florio thing. To really? Float. Yeah, <laughs> such a Florio thing to float out there. I, I'm not saying he will or won't or whatever, but it would be odd to see Colin Kaepernick bounce around. Although he's only 36, so he's old, but he's not ancient, right? right. But I, I don't. I think there's too much baggage there, too much baggage. So we'll see. Uh, also, rando side note, We've been kind of waiting for, you know, this Belichick thing to come to fruition with 
the Falcons, and you see lots of little headlines and blurbs and this and that. Uh, first of all, we joked around about, you know, Dallas keeping McCarthy because, you know, Belichick didn't want that job. And then there were some, you know, news articles that said that Belichick basically turned down the Eagles uh, and the Cowboys. Now, is that true? I don't know. There were just, there, there was chatter about that being the case. Uh, then you go, oh, okay. So as far as I know, or as far as when we're recording tonight, the Falcons are the only team that has interviewed or that Belichick has interviewed with. Though I did see a headline tonight that said uh, uh, Mike Vrabel completed an interview with the Falcons. And in my head, I was like, well, first of all, Vrabel, that, that would be a, you know, that, that's an attitude hire. But wouldn't it be a riot if, if Belichick went there and Vrabel was his DC? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That would be pretty sweet. But anyway... We'll see how that shakes out. But I, I would be so sh surprised if Rabel doesn't get a gig somewhere. Yeah. He'll, he'll <laughs> land somewhere. Yeah. I mean, you would think so. I mean, obviously, the, the I, I don't know. It feels like the trend right now is to get the younger offensive coordinator, offensive assistant, kind of offensive-minded coach. Um, <clears throat> clearly, that paid dividends for the Rams with McVay, for the 49ers with Kyle Shanahan. And obviously, like right now, the speculation is that Washington basically there's a, there's a lot of stuff as far as in a rumor mill that says basically it, that the Ben Johnson to Washington is done. I don't know that that's the case, uh, but it does feel like the tea leaves are kind of pointing towards him. Could that change? Sure. Might they go in a different direction? Possibly. Might Ben Johnson not want it? Of course. Uh, but there's a lot of stuff kind of pointing in that direction. So uh, we'll see once you know <laughs> once the season is actually over and the dust settles and this, this round of hiring gets complete. Uh, we'll see kind of what dominoes start falling into place where I'm still very curious about Carolina. Who uh, all has Washington interviewed? Have you heard? Uh, the is on that list. Uh, Dan Quinn, Dan Quinn, which I'm like, no, I do not want to see Dan Quinn there. Uh, Slowick from Houston and Ben Johnson. Those are the ones I'm probably forgetting somebody. Uh, there, there might be somebody else in there, Raheem Morris, or there, there, you know what I mean. There, there's a couple yeah. of guys. Okay. Yeah, because I think Raheem Morris is uh, interviewed in a couple of different places. Yeah, too. but I, I <clears throat> you know, I don't dislike Raheem, but that I wouldn't be excited by that hire. Um, I would, you know, I'm very on board the Ben Johnson train the, or the Ben Johnson Express. Um, so that's my current, that's my current hope, right? Okay. So we'll see. So I did just have an interesting thought. Uh -huh. What it you know, like? You know, we're talking about how Ray, you know, be surprised if Rabel didn't get a job somewhere. Uh -huh. What you know? What if he decide? What if he actually decides to take a year off from head coaching and goes and bees the DC for Harbaugh? Well, see, that's why. Yeah, if it was for Harbaugh or Belichick or something like that, like which is why I was mentioning the Atlanta thing. That would be interesting. Um, and you never know. He he could take a he you know he could take a year off and do media stuff or do nothing or you know be a consultant or kind of do that Fangio flyover. I mean, you know, drop in here, I'll be a DC and then I'll peace out or a consultant. Who knows? But Vrabel paired with Harbaugh. Vrabel paired with you know <laughs> I joked around with Whitfield. Vrabel being the defensive coordinator in Green Bay since they fired Barry. And, uh, look, I know Barry's defense was playing a little bit better later in the year and in the playoffs, but pff, most Packers fans are ready to see, you know, Barry peace out. Uh, yeah, Vra Vrabel's going to have opportunity. It just depends on what he wants. And well, and obviously, depending on 
how Wilkes does uh, for the re- for the 49ers and the rest of the playoffs, yeah. there's always that chance that they could just be like, yeah, you know, one and done because clearly there's a disconnect at times I'm noticing with him um, as a DC. So, well, wasn't he the the guy the interim in Carolina last year? He was, they, and mm-hmm. I think they... that's one of the reasons why he decided to mm-hmm. get, take a DC job um, in general was to you know kind of make him you know when you a DCs in the forty and then San Francisco tend to end up being head coaches. Because I mean, the past two—that's what's happened with them. So well, recent history. I mean, the, yeah. the the 49ers have a lot of kind of talent brain drain, if you will, where people are, are coming through the organization getting high. Now, first of all, that that's a sign of a of a successful organization, right? Mm-hmm. You've got on field success, you have organizational success for, as far as your hierarchy, your leadership, you know, player development, drafting, all those things. So that's good for you know. You as a fan, Randy, a 49ers fan, but it's, it's good for the 49ers. But at some point, you do wonder, you know, how much of that – like, it's, it, it, there's going to be a, a – at some point, it's just hard to replace that many people, front yeah. office, coaches, et cetera. You know, it's it's just hard. So maybe. We'll see. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know how this, the rest of the season will play out. I mean, the 49ers are obviously a good squad. I think they – I think both the 49ers and the Ravens may have had a little bit of – not necessarily rust per se, but I, I do think it took them a little bit to get in the gear in their games. Uh, Ravens did a little bit better than the 49ers did, but the 49ers obviously clutched up at the very end. But it, some of that might be a little reflective of just a huge – I mean, let's be honest, that's, that's a lot of not primetime game time for a couple of weeks, you know? Mm-hmm. So it, it takes a minute to kind of get, get your groove back. I mean, Stella did it. The 49ers and the Ravens eventually got there. Mm-hmm. So – it's kind of the way it goes. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. The thing is, I keep going back to, like, Philadelphia. You think about the coordinators, right? And you think about just the drop-off for Philadelphia from last year to this year. It was crazy. It was yeah, cra- and it sounds like those coordinators from this year are going to be oh, let gone. go. And, they're gone. And Sirianni's going to give up his offensive play-calling duties. So, so uh, yeah. So whoever they bring in for the offensive coordinator is going to – going to be a whole brand new show in philly next year well, they interviewed uh cliff kingsbury that's one. Oh, he's back from the island yeah he's back from the island. <laughs> yeah he, he's feeling refreshed he saw lindy there he said oh no it's my time to go <laughs> i gotta get out of here it's been too long um so yeah 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 he's uh he interviewed uh ron rivera interviewed for the dc that would just be strange so uh, yeah the 49ers are going to have that issue as well, you know, coordinator turnover. Although I think for them right now, it's what are you going to get out of Chase Young, right? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. He, he's obviously going after a contract, and I didn't think he was particularly impressive against Green Bay. Um, I don't even and, know if I heard his name. No, and, and obviously he was kind of soft, uh, kind of the back end of his time with Washington. He did not live up to the draft expectations, but Washington was a dumpster fire, so I, I don't hold that against him. But you don't have that excuse in San Francisco, right? You're in the playoffs, and if, you know what I'm saying. You you can't you got you got to go. Plus, it's a contract year for that guy. Um, so uh, you know uh, we'll see, we'll see. But anywho, all right. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, let's uh let's hammer on Ravens Texans because I I think that was arguably one of the 
I don't want to say the least compelling game, right? But I think when we talk about the divisional round, man, like Chiefs Bills was was intense the whole way through. That was wild. You know, Green Bay and San Francisco was was that was another super intense game. Ravens Texans was like a really good half, and then it kind of felt like just the Ravens just started kicking their ass. Who they woke up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they woke up. Wait, we're playing and, football today. And and yeah, and Lions Bucks was 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 another one that I mean the Bucks the Bucks did better than I thought they were going to do for sure, and yeah. they they went after him in the end. I mean Mike Evans and Baker, man, that's a good connection, dude. I, I hope Mike that, Evans is like a freaking Hall of Famer, dude. He that, is that guy. He is arguably underappreciated. Consistent. You just know. consistent yeah. that one touchdown holy shit dude that was an amazing catch yeah. yes <clears throat> uh, mike evans is a baller bro there is there is no doubt about that all right so we'll circle back on that game um as far as ravens and texans look man i, I should probably stop prognosticating uh i think i went one for three because uh, a lot of my picks last week were what I wanted to happen, <laughs> as, a, as opposed to the reality. <laughs> That's okay though. I mean, we're in the playoffs. You might as well have some fun with it. You got to be invested a little bit. We're but, in the what? We're in the what? Did I say we're in the playoffs? Playoffs! 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, you kidding not, me? You kidding me? Yeah. There. You, thank you. Thank you, McGuffin. Where, where is old? Let's see if I can find old Mora. That's got to be floating around here somewhere. Let's see. If you click on the right website, it'll play it for you as an advertisement. <laughs> Tell me how my ass tastes. That's, that's not quite what I was looking for, but here you go. That's kind of Baltimore Playoffs? Yeah. Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? That's right. <laughs> oh, my God. Who the hell cares? There's a couple of classes. We Shut care. Up, Peter. We can We care. Uh, look, man, Lamar Jackson, 16-22, 152 yards, two touchdowns, 100 rushing yards, two rushing touchdowns. He is the fifth player in NFL postseason history with two passing touchdowns and two rushing touchdowns in a game. And, look, I know the final score is 34-10, is to 10, but the Ravens' defense only gave up three points. Mm-hmm. All right? Because you, you, got that, you got that kick return up in there. Yeah. Right? As far as I'm concerned, the Ravens blew the doors off the Texans in the second half like like the Texans were essentially a Boeing Max 9. I'm just saying, buckle up, y'all. Blew the doors off, man. <laughs> they are now grounded. <laughs> they are now grounded. Was- that, that was that plane I was on. <laughs> <laughs> now we know why the doors blew off. Shannon's up there napping, crapping, and farting the doors off. That's really the that's the design flaw with Boeing, man. <laughs> Shannon, Shannon up on that plane after some bad Chinese enough for three people. He got three forks, napping, crapping, and blowing doors off. Thanks a lot, McGuffin. Triple threat, man. Triple threat. <laughs> <clears throat> but you know the Texans had a. Had a tough time. I mean, Lamar obviously made some some pretty money passes, but he was killing them on the ground, dude. Yeah, he was killing them. And God bless. I mean, Nelson Aguilar. That dude just is. is he's like lurking, right? He just. Pop, I feel like that dude just pops up randomly. How every- the hell is this dude still in the league? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, if this were college, he'd be in like his like twelfth year of college. Oh. He's like that. He'd be like that. Who is it? The t- is it the tight end for somebody that's like yes, in season nine? It's uh, what's his name? Cam. Is that is it Miami? Cam McCormick, my tight end. Mm-hmm. Cam McCormick of Miami to return for his ninth season of oh college football. 
I mean, the the Lions could should have just signed him instead of Zach Ertz. But no, you know. I I like the Zach Ertz signing. That's good. Yeah, I do. You know, still, still one of my favorite fantasy names back in the day was my ball Zach Ertz. That was always a good one. <laughs> that was a classic. So, <laughs> but uh, anywho, she's a beaut, uh, Clark. It, it's, <laughs> she's a beaut. Um, but what's what's wild about it is in the second quarter. Um, another Lamar Jackson run set up, essentially set up that second and goal touchdown pa pass to Nelson Aguilar, right? What I didn't realize is that was the first passing touchdown from Lamar Jackson in a playoff game prior to the fourth quarter. Oh, yeah. Wow. His first halves in all his playoff games pre prior to this one have been hot garbage. Mm -hmm. I, I knew he had some struggle bust, but I didn't realize that was, you know what I mean? Think about that. He had, he had, he had, this was the first time in a playoff game that he had a passing touchdown prior to the fourth quarter. <laughs> what a weird stat, by the way. That's a crazy stat, yeah. but you know what? Good, good for well, him for yeah. breaking through. Yeah. Break on through to the other side, man. You got to do it. So later in the second quarter, this is where I thought the, the, the Texans at least had a, a shot to make this interesting. Uh, the Ravens punted to Steven Sims, uh, formerly on Washington. Pretty sure I could oh, swear yeah, he was uh, elevated from the practice squad on Tuesday, and then the dude, you know, busts out that sixty-seven yard punt return for the touchdown. By the way, that was the first punt return <laughs> in a playoff game by any team since the Broncos in twenty twelve. Right, so it's been mm. eleven years, and that Broncos punt return was against who? The Baltimore the Ra Ravens. Ravens. Yeah. The Flacco Rainbow Game. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That's insane, that's, dude. That's insane. And then, you know, I mean, the Texans had some fight in them, but this is one where you, you have to capitalize on things. And, you know, in the third quarter, L Lamar had a pass to Isaiah Likely in the end zone, and Jalen Petrie was – I mean, he had his hands – got to bring that in, dude. <laughs> Yeah, you got to bring it in. It's he, playoffs, you got to bring yeah, it in. You got to bring it in, whether it's fair or not. I mean, you you only have so many, particularly when you're punching above your weight class, which the Texans were going against the Ravens in Baltimore. Couldn't hold on to it, and of course, you know, next play, what is it? Lamar Jackson, you know, quarterback draw, fifteen yard touchdown run, boom, seventeen to ten. And I was like, okay, it's not done yet. But the next Ravens possession, they go for it on fourth and one. And Lamar rolls out, picks up on the ground, and then they cap off a drive with a touchdown pass to Isaiah Likely. It's twenty-four to ten, and at that point, I was like, it, "It's it's just not happening for the Texans, dude. It's just not." So obviously, they, you know, Lamar gets another touchdown run, and then you know they get a field goal, whatever. But on that one in the fourth quarter, I love the I loved how Lamar Jackson just ran right into the tunnel. <laughs> That's a, a much, Bo Jackson, it, that's a much better memory than that one time he had to go pinch off a loaf and <laughs> rock the turbo turds in a playoff game. Uh, but he did that. So, look, here, here's a couple of rando fun factoids from this game. Okay. So, as far as multiple passing and rushing touchdowns in a game in NFL postseason history, Lamar Jackson's done it. You want to guess the other individuals that have done this? So the crazy part is, is I happen to record inside the NFL this week. Look at you. So, and, and I can't remember the others, but I know Jake Cutler was that, one of those dudes. That's the one I figured nobody would guess. Sm <laughs> smoking Jay Cutler in 2010 with the Bears. I would <laughs> never have. Like Cam Newton makes sense. 2015 Cam Newton, that makes sense. Right. Um, Randy's boy, Colin Kaepernick in 2012. That makes well, sense. 
But was it Otto? Yes. Like, like back in the 50s? Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Otto Graham, 54 and 55 NFL championship games. Dude, by the way. Th- that makes sense with him. Yeah. By the way, Otto Graham, bro, put some respect on that dude. He played not only, he played his entire career with the Browns, right? 46 mm-hmm. to 55. And he he's called a perfect 10 because he <laughs> led him to the league championship game in all 10 of his seasons, winning seven God, times. dang, That dude. dude was 10 for 10. Um, that dude's a legend, man. Yeah. I mean, that's that's uh, that's absolutely filthy. He was 7 for 10. Good God. <laughs> yeah, but I figured nobody in their right mind would guess smoking, freaking smoking Jay Cutler. There's no way. <laughs> that, I mean, you, you could have given me probably 100 guesses, and I never would have said Jay Cutler mm-hmm. if I had not watched that episode of Inside the NFL. Oh, man. Yeah. But, yeah. That's, but you did. Uh, so, so it was well. I mean, at, at least Kaepernick, you know, Otto Graham. Who else? Cam Newton. Cam Newton. Well, obviously Lamar Jackson. But well, right. I, it's nice to know that you were on a fact finding mission while you were crapping and blowing doors off of airplanes with bad gas. So, hey. Hey. you know, that's what we do. I'm glad you did something see, with see, your. See, what's really interesting downtime. to think about though is like there were. I mean, I would have figured like someone like say. Brady could have done because of his, you know, his proclivity for quarterback sneaks. Yeah. Because um, he does them so well. So, like, to me, something like that, I would have thought. Yeah. Um, obviously not. Or even, nope. I mean, at times with Eli, the way he played against uh, some teams, it's just. Well, it, it, one of the guys you would think would have done it quite is, is, a re, is a current guy would be Josh Allen. Yeah, for sure. Right. Like, that's another one you'd go, well, that would make a lot of sense. You, right. you want to know something ridiculous? Yeah. Josh Allen, okay, this season became the only quarterback ever, ever to account for 40-plus touchdowns in four straight seasons. That does not shock me. That is unbelievable. That actually does shock me because I would think Brady or Manning would have had been able to do that with the era they were in or Breeze. 40-plus. That's a lot of touchdowns, man. Yeah, that's a lot. That's, but you got to figure he, he averages what ten to twelve rushing touchdowns a year, practically. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, that's just that's just filthy. That's just oh, filthy. I, I, we saw him on some of those runs recently where he just t- has a, another gear that I didn't even realize the dude had in him. <laughs> oh no, he can haul, man. I mean, he is he is watching a big him pull dude. away from the se- yeah. from secondary. I was like, damn, you're pulling away from cornerbacks, son of a bitch. <laughs> he's a freak man he, like, he, he pulls out faster than a hot chick on a blonde date with Whitfield uh, I mean it's <laughs> so in other words Philip Rivers could learn a thing or two from him <laughs> it's, it's a little too late for old Philip Rivers <laughs> <laughs> click click pull baby click click pull it is a little too late for Philip Rivers but like how many of his kids are going to be quarterbacks and be playing college football simultaneously. <laughs> There's one right now that's like in high school. <laughs> so in other words, we're gonna have at some point we're gonna have Dude. another generation Manning yeah, yeah, and yeah, another yeah. generation okay. Rivers. Look, here's the thing: Philip Rivers has enough kids that I mean, he could basically stock the SEC, right? <laughs> it just uh. means more. <laughs> <laughs> it just means more. <laughs> Which game are you going to this weekend, Philip? All of them. <laughs> 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 not while i'm drinking damn it <laughs> i just got a remote in man 
Yeah, bang your head. He did. That's why he's got that many kids, bro. <laughs> yeah. Oh, anyway. My God. No, I don't I don't know the uh, – we'd have to double check. I, I know he's got a ton of kids, but I don't remember how many are boys and girls and the age difference and all that. But, uh, yeah, Cromartis and Riverses and who else has a bajillion – well, Tyreek Hill is going to have a whole crew. Nick Cannon. We know yeah. that. Nick Cannon's coaching. Uh, yeah, yeah, Nick, Snoop Dogg might be coaching. <laughs> Never know. <laughs> anyway. So, all right. Uh, any, any other thoughts on Ravens and Texans? And, by the way, kudos to Houston, man. Really a hell of a turnaround, a hell of a year. Uh, D'Amico Ryans and that staff did a great job. And, you know, C.J. Stroud looks like the, he is just the dude. Uh, I know they were trying to mess with that guy's head and get in his head. And, and look, they, the Ravens did a great job. That, that's a tough place to go play, for sure, in the playoffs. I mean, the Ravens are a good squad. That, yeah. is, not, that is not some marginal <laughs> team. I mean, they, they've, you've got a well-seasoned roster, a very rugged roster, a very physical team, a well-coached team. Um, regardless of how you may personally feel about the Baltimore Ravens, that's a good squad. And they, they thumped some very good teams this year. Yes, they did. Houston, you know, they, they won the draft this year. Mm -hmm. Um, but they, you know, you're not going to be picking as high. So you gotta, you know, do your homework and, uh, focus and, um, have C.J. Stroud slip on a banana peel so Indianapolis can beat him twice this year. <laughs> um, Bad Shannon. <laughs> Bad Shannon. But, um, uh, no. And I, I think with C. I'm sorry, Randy. No, with C.J., I think they'll get some good free agents. <clears throat> Go ahead, Randy. Yes. No, I mean, you know, getting thumped the way they did, it's going to leave a bad taste in that team's mouth. And it should. I, and it. And uh, I think next year we're going to see probably a more mentally tough team. Uh, they'll be healthy. I mean, getting Tank Dell back is going to be huge for them next year. Yeah, I would imagine they um, won't goal line, run, goal line run that dude again. Um, but, I mean, <laughs> saying. kudos to you know, I mean, kudos to Amico Ryans for just the, the coach, head coaching job he did this year. Mm -hmm. um, I, I mean, we saw what he did with the Niners defense and how fired up that team got. And that's that's the exact same type of energy that the Texans team brought, and yeah. they're going to be good for a long time because they've got so many damn good young pieces on that team. Well, I mean, it's going to be amazing. I can't wait to see what they turn into. Yeah, it feels like there's a lot of upside, and that's another one where it feels like the right hire in the right place at the right time, and they got the quarterback right. <clears throat> they got their quarterback right. I mean, you know, who, second year is always a little different than the first, but it. I mean, C.J. Stroud did not feel, seem, or play like a rookie. Right. You know what I mean? By by the time you get late in the year, and I think that's what you really have to look at. I mean, that like that like that's the thing with Jordan Love, and we'll vis revisit that as well. But like, you know, uh, a dude in Carolina. Why can't I think of his name at the moment? Bryce Young. Bryce Young played like a rookie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like there was no, there, there was no doubt, right? C.J. Stroud, when you look by the time he really the last, you know, over his evolution, his development, his progression over the season, and he had moments early as well. Well, some of the comebacks he led, I know. But if you're like, dude, that's incredible. That's incredible. So you have to be, you have to feel really good. And again, I, th I think given what they went through with Deshaun Watson to hit on C.J. Stroud is phenomenal. And I, I hope that Bryce Young puts it together and ends up being a good quarterback. 
because uh, God bless if that guy struggles for a couple of years, the comparisons <laughs> and and just the the narrative between he and Stroud are just going to be cruel. Oh yeah, you know. Well, and, and I it, think it's going to start with the coaching the coaching that they bring in. Yeah that's going to help nurture him because we've seen young guys under the right types of coaching mm -hmm. end up turning out to be really solid. Yeah. And it's a shame that Frank Reich only got it, not even a full season out of it, but you know, it was clear that, you know, young wasn't making any uh, progress as a, as a quarterback. So well, not enough. That and, team in general wasn't yeah. making any progress. No, I mean, there, there seemed clearly seemed to be some internal strife there, some organizational complications, so maybe it was a bad fit, and, and maybe that's one of those you ripped a Band-Aid off and you figure it out and you go forward. But I'm sure, like, you know, in the landscape of the people they're going to interview, it's really about how do we maximize and develop young. And anybody that's going to go there, whether it's if it's Slowick or if it's Ben Johnson, you know, first of all, you got to deal with that maniacal, you know, temper tantrum nonsense. So that's its own set of complications. As somebody that dealt with Dan Snyder for a very, very, essentially a quarter century, you know, having a shitty owner makes it really difficult. <laughs> yes. It makes a, it very, very difficult. It, it just does, man, because some people just don't want to deal with you. They don't want to go there, you know, or they leave. Again, think, think of all the coaching talent that was there under Mike Shanahan. It is insane. And all of those people ripcorded the F out of there. Mm -hmm. all of them <laughs> all of them dude yep <laughs> you know that's a bad look because either you're and either your organization is incompetent as far as developing and progressing and hiring or everybody's like mm -mm, i know better <laughs> getting out of here so i'll be very curious to see who carolina hires but i hope i hope that they can put bryce young in a spot seems like a good dude so I hope that it's, he's just not a bag of disaster. But, you know, sometimes if, if you can be a, a good quarterback that goes to a shit team and, you know, they change coordinator, change coaches, fire this, fire that, and you spend three or four years bouncing around systems and people, and that's just – it's a it's like a death knell. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, Makes yeah. it really, really hard. So they, they really need to get their next hire right. Well, we talked a little about well, – I guess we're doing AFC side. We talked a little bit about – uh, Josh Allen and the Bills. So uh, let's just go ahead and pound that game out and we'll take a break and do this little clock. But Shannon, kudos to you for uh, you know getting the Chiefs right. <laughs> this is another one that that look, man, like like the Chiefs. Can, can I give you a quick story on that one? Uh, what Chiefs Bills? Yes. Yeah, give me a story. S so up until Saturday, I had the Bills uh -huh. as my pick, and I'm on the way to go let in some kids to church that are with a, like a local theater group. Cause they needed a place to rehearse. Yeah. So yeah. I was gonna yeah. Go yeah. Let yeah. Them in. And I'm listening to ESPN radio and they do, you know how they have like the top of the hour ESPN yeah. radio break or whatever. Yeah. And the lady's like, yes. And all these Buffalo bills have already been rolled out for the game. And I'm sitting there going, uh Oh, <laughs> I, I, you know how you just get that feeling like, uh -huh. I've seen this. I've seen this before, and all these guys are out. And that's just going to be like the the little edge that Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes need to win this game. And I was like, "All right, I'm going to change my pick." So I, 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 <laughs> uh oh. 
I heard I heard that that's literally what caused me to change that pick. <laughs> he said, "Nope, got to change it." <clears throat> it's like that little voice, man. It's like, "Yep." I know. What well, well, yeah. I hear that, man. Like I, I just I don't know. Um, I'm not anti Kansas City, anti Chiefs. It's not really about that for me. They they've won enough though. I mean, they're kind of in Patriots land at this point, right? They're like the Patriots yeah. like 10 years ago. You go, you guys have won enough, I mean, whatever. <laughs> If, in, unless you're a Patriots fan, you're like, F y'all. Well, I mean, <laughs> like now I think we're at the point where people are like, okay, Mahomes, Maauto, I mean, God bless, Taylor Swift, I mean, all this stuff. Um, you go, it's fine. Y'all can be good, but can, can somebody else win? Right. And so, you know, I think the two most compelling storylines are teams that if, if you, your team was out or you didn't have a, a specific rooting interest – uh, you know, like the Lions, who have been terrible forever, you go, okay, like, if my team's not going to win, at least that's a good story. Right. You know, same thing with Buffalo. And, you know, it was particularly for a team that ate, you know, they got whooped up in three, you know, well, they lost four, but they got absolutely lit up in three of them. And the one Super Bowl they should have, could have, would have, maybe, kind of, was, was, the, was the wide right game. Yeah. So, I mean, th that's a team that you go, The first okay. one. The, yeah, the first, the first one, yeah. So, and then I had a coworker up there at the game, and like you know, I was I was messaging him back and forth a little bit uh, over the course of the day. And he was having a grand old time, and uh, it, obviously, once we were back at work this week, I was like, oh yeah, I'm sorry, dude, man. And, you know, I, I was pulling for you, which I was. And it, he was showing me pictures and in the stadium and cheering and all this kind of stuff. And it was really, really kind of neat. I asked him if Travis Kelsey, when he scored that touchdown, if he threw the ball at him. I was like, did you catch that Kelsey ball? <laughs> <laughs> I, it was much funnier to me than it was to him, but that's okay. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but he was like, oh, yeah, you know, I got, here's this video of this person, like, you know, elbow smashing the table. He's like, I've done it. it. You know, this is not me. I was like, I hear you, man. At some point you get old enough, big enough. You're like, I don't want to do that anymore. Uh, but he had some great pictures. He had a good time, and but I, I felt for him, man, because like as anno as, as much as like the Packers losing, you know, was annoying to me because it was. I wasn't at the game. Like I've been to playoff games. I was at the RG three Washington Redskins Seattle Seahawks playoff game oh. that that effectively ended RG mm. three's career. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like you know, an in person like a playoff a playoff game. When you when your team loses, it sucks. But when you're there at the stadium, oh, it sucks even worse. And when you're Buffalo, and it's not just a missed field goal, but wide right two, I can't imagine how awful that was. There were grown men in the stands crying. I mean, my God. And and look. Josh Allen is is incredible. He is. Yeah. And whether it's fair or not, but Buffalo, I mean, look, the Chiefs did have a two-day rest advantage on Buffalo. That that part is very true. I don't know how much that mattered, but it is a factor. And what I told my coworker was like, dude, I don't know what's gonna happen with you guys. He thinks Gabe Davis is gone, by the way, which a lot of people do. Although I think I think Gabe Davis probably I would like to believe that Gabe Davis can make the catch. Was it Sherfield or Showfield? Sherfield that deep ball that Sherfield, yeah. Sherfield that he couldn't bring in. You'd like to think that maybe Gabe Davis brings that one in. Well, that uh, Diggs missed one too. I, I know, I know, yeah. I know, I know, I know, I know. It's crazy. But oh crap. 
what was the point of that particular one? Oh, oh, I told him, I said, look, man, I, I really hope next year that y'all can just stay healthy, right? I just, I just want to see, I, I want to see what Buffalo is like if, if you're not, you know, if their digging, defense wasn't decimated, losing this all deep, pros. Yeah, digging this deep of your depth chart just to survive in advance. Field the team. And you, you give credit to Kansas City. <clears throat> that is, they're going to be a tough out, right? Period. They have a good defense. Pacheco is is just a stone cold running back assassin with his running style. It, you basically have a Travis Kelsey resurgence, uh, which is wild. And, well, that was like, coming. Come I know. On. And then MVS of all people, that dude's hanging on to like throws like he's got great hands all of a sudden. I'm like, what on earth? Hey, he's no Kadarius <laughs> Tony. No, no, honestly, I he's swear, no Freddie Mitchell. <laughs> no, oh Fred X, man, I hated that guy. Yeah. Um. Oh my God, Fred. Look, we all know. We all know with uh, Valdez scaling, it's always been. I can catch the hard ones. It's just the the basic layup ones that I just kind of take my eye off and drop them. <laughs> and MVS, MVS is a heartbreaker. Like right. I mean, there are times he makes these catches, and you're like, hell yeah. And then he'll he'll drop something or just can't hang on something. You're like, dude, how, how does that get away from you, what man? Like, what, what the hell? Uh, lived enough of that with with him with with Green Bay, so uh, we'll see how that shakes out over the course of the playoffs. But he made a couple of really clutch catches, you know. And, and he, here's the thing, man. It kind of felt like, and Buffalo dominated time of possession, dominated mm. it, and they had some. They had several things break their way, right? You think about certainly the absolutely bananas fake punt i just i still cannot believe they did that the Why? fake the fake punt from their what 35 it was insane a direct snap to demar hamlin and he is obviously short but when that happens the chiefs go down and you have the absolutely ridiculous hardman fumble out of bounds through the end zone which, which crazy. you don't see a ton of anyway and look, Bills Chiefs has been responsible for essentially getting the overtime rules changed, right? <laughs> yep. Is, are, is, is Bills Chiefs going to be the the game, the matchup that gets that touchback fumble out of the end zone rule change? First of all, first of all, I don't know that that needs to be changed. I've I've heard a lot of arguments about it. I don't love the rule, right? I don't. But that's the price you pay for fumbling that close to the end zone. Right. Like, come I mean, on. I, I, but it also doesn't happen enough. No, it it's doesn't. Not, it's not like it's a every game scenario no, that no, no, no. completely changes the dynamic of something. Right. That does it to change the dynamic of a game? It can, but it happens so little that I don't see how you really could really change the rule. You know what? It. You want to change the rule? Send the send the team that fumbles it back to their own twenty. Wow. You fumble so, it in the end zone through the end zone. Go back to your own twenty and start over, bitch. Wow, that's hardcore. And and you know, he, and the thing is with Hardman, I mean, like he was spinning and going down, and he stretched out. Like had he had he just gone down with the ball, well, I mean, they would have been at like what uh -oh. the one. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They would, dude. Let Pacheco finish that drive off, bro. Yep. Because that 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 would have essentially been the nail in the coffin for Buffalo. I mean, at that point, yeah. I mean, and you're milking some more clock. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah. just, just yeah. know where you're at. It though. So th this is kind of how I feel about 
uh, Buffalo in general for that game. How do you fuck that up? How do you fuck that up? <laughs> I I don't get it, man. And look, um, Shannon, I, I know we had this in the in that other other thread or other chat or other whatever, but that whole bit about talking about the Mar Hamlin, you know, where I think I think was it you that posted that thing about the Bills end of their season losing by three points to honor Demar Hamlin. Yes. <laughs> and, and I wrote death. He had a death fake one year and a punt fake the next. Oh. <laughs> Impressive. I mean, that wasn't in the sports group. The, what no. Shannon posted was in the sports group, <laughs> yeah. but no, that, that was a chat with Lindy. Oh, that's like a, yeah, that, that chat would get censored so quick. Oh my God. No, the sports group chat is bad. Our, our chat with Lindy is, is pretty gross. So, <laughs> so in other words, you're all going to hell. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. 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 Shannon's already blown the door off the plane straight down the hell. I mean, we're, we're, we're all screwed. <laughs> we're all okay. Screwed. Fair enough. Yeah. We yeah. are so Yeah. So it, it's, it's pretty ridiculous, but you know, I, and, and the Chiefs sniffed out. I mean, the, the guy was out there on the sideline and telling him specifically to watch out for the fake. You know, but but look, look, that's a little bit later in the game. I mean, you know, you, if you rewind a little bit, um, Josh Allen, I, I feel like the, the Bills were – they were running successfully. Um, they, they held the Chiefs to some field goals. And it, it's just like they, they couldn't hit – other than Josh Allen – they just couldn't seem to get the big plays. Mm-hmm. Right. But that is, but that's the issue. It's right. like you're, you're leaning so much on Allen and he gets you far, but someone else has to step up and whether it's defensively or one of the running backs or some, mm-hmm. someone take the pressure off of Allen and not make it a one man show. Well, well I, and, and Brady for the, you know, to give him credit, he has, given cook more carries so they had yeah. led the nfl rushing for the last yeah. few weeks and that that has helped but you know in the game of games where you got to get over the hump like mm-hmm. you, you need that extra you know oomph but well i mean first oh, we got a couple layers here number one kudos to shakir that dude we talk about people making Bro. some having some clutch moments um, I mean, Josh Allen had to put some pretty, you know, legit. He had to dot some throws, right? But Shakir had a clutch catch from third and five inside the two. That set up Josh Allen running it in for a touchdown. Um, he had that one. Then he had the touchdown catch later on. Uh, that was it was, it was Yeah, it was like third and goal, and, and Allen was buying time, and he just fired off this rope to Shakir. He was like at the side of the end zone. I mean, he caught – And it was – it was the only place he could throw yeah. it where he could catch it too. Yeah, I mean that that ball was essentially out of bounds. <laughs> you know what I mean? The ball was out, <laughs> and that dude, it was the perfect throw. Yeah, I mean it, it was great. Uh, that it's it's you can't defend the perfect throw. No, no, that was Allen's twenty first career playoff passing touchdown, by the way, which ties him for the most in Bills history with Jim Kelly. But I, I, look, I mean, I felt like Josh Allen kept trying to put the ball in play and to do things, and and he had some. In tough runs look it was his 18th consecutive game with multiple touchdowns 18 okay you know who has the record for the most 
for multiple touchdowns? Yeah. Is this like regular and postseason? Yes, or just... regular. It's just it, it, any game, regular regular season, postseason. Again, this was Josh Allen's 18th consecutive game with multiple touchdowns. I, I'm going to say Mahomes. Nope. Brady. Nope. Manning. Nope. Breeze. Yes. Drew okay. Breeze has 21. It's like eventually we're going to get there. Yeah, Allen has 18. Rodgers has 18. Mm. And let's see if Randy can uh, throw a dart on the la- on the uh, the next up on this list. Well, if you're going to ask me to throw a dart, it's uh-huh. either going to it's probably going to be Joe Montana. Nope. Or Steve Young. There you go. <laughs> one of the two. It's one, one of the one two. Of the, right. That's kind of like asking anything with NBA scoring records. What's your first? What should your first guess always be? Will Chamberlain. Yeah, Wilt Chamberlain. Wilt Chamberlain. Yeah, Kareem. Yeah, Wilt. Then Kareem. Then Jordan. Right. The, mm-hmm. the, it, virtually anything. You know, <laughs> that's where you go. <laughs> so yeah, with with Forty Nineers quarterbacks, you go Montana. Then Young. Poof. <laughs> But I mean, Allen. I mean, Allen tried, man. You know, and I just, you know, the, the the Chiefs. I do think the Chiefs sorted out some of their problems. I think they're absolutely correct to essentially make Kadarius Tony a, a healthy scratch. Don't even play the guy. You can't no. trust him. I know Hardman fumbled. Like, like I hear that, and MVS does MVS things. So I mean, who knows? Maybe he'll drop a bunch of balls against the Ravens. I don't know. Uh-oh. I know. Maybe maybe he'll maybe he'll Maybe he'll uh, butterball a bunch of stuff up um, somewhere, you know, in Baltimore. You said balls. 100% I did. Um, that that could happen. But. I don't know, bro. Like the Kadarius Tony, like. It, I just think it's it, not there for that guy. He had a nice it, little run last year, but it, that, that magic's over. Yeah. Nah, that, that, that ship is. I actually saw a funny uh, thing today. It said it had Andy Reid and. Uh, Mahomes, and it was the scene from uh, Goodfellas uh-huh. where Pesci's getting ready to get made, and he walks into the room, and no one's there, and he gets shot in the head, and that ends up being Kadarius Tony getting shot by Andy uh-huh. Reid and hey, Patrick look, Mahomes. At least now I don't have to watch that movie. Perfect. Thank you. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, it's only 40-some-odd <laughs> years old. Spoiler alert. For 30 years What's old, next? You gonna, you gonna there, there, no, there, that old of a movie, there is no spoiler a spoiler alert. What's next? Maybe a soiler alert. <laughs> but... so, so, yeah, spoiler alert. Uh, what's next? No. You going to tell me that a Ghostbusters they actually bust some ghosts? What the hell? What? <laughs> no, I've seen Goodfellas. It's been a long time, though. I don't remember, really. There, there are certain movies that I've, I've, I've seen. I just haven't seen them in so long. I don't remember a whole bunch. But you know what's funny? Those are the kind of movies you start watching them again. And you're like, oh yeah, I remember that now. Yeah, classic. Yeah, it's like it's a classic. Like for example, like when I watch The Godfather, I mean, there's like some a lot of stuff I don't remember, but I start watching it again. I'm like, oh yes, that's right. This is what happened. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. See, that's one of the I've seen clips, and I actually uh, my sister gave me she and her husband gave me the Godfather like DVD set. It's still shrink wrapped. Right. I've never actually wait, 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 wait. You've never seen The Godfather? I've never watched it beginning to end. No. Shannon, it's a long, it's a long ass movie. Yeah, I, I Shannon, not... you've watched The Godfather, right? Yes, I have. Get on the ball, Justin. It's not. I granted, it's no Fargo, but you know, it's just... <laughs> what is <laughs> right? What is? <laughs> well, I mean, I, yeah. Look, if if we're going with with Patrick Mahomes, play playoff Patrick Mahomes. Look, the Bills own the Chiefs in the regular season, but when it matters the most, the Chiefs own the Bills, right? That's the, yeah. the, they're the godfather. Who is your daddy, and what does he do? He beat y'all in the playoffs. That's what it is, man. 
like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Come so, on, dude. <laughs> the Who coolest... is your daddy? <laughs> and what does he do? <laughs> oh. Coolest stat for the Chiefs all season? Uh-huh. That defense has not given up 30 points one time. Really? How about that? Has not mm. given up 30 at all this season. So... That was the other part, like saying if they're not giving up thirty, they're going to do enough offensively to get past them. Yeah, uh, well, the, the defense will keep them in games for sure. But uh, well, you know, Sunday is going to be a different story. Well, we'll we'll see, we'll see. So keep in mind a couple of a couple other things to close out this game, and we mentioned that throw to Diggs. That throw was, I mean, Josh Allen has a freaking cannon, dude. 63 yards through the air. Yeah. I mean, he fired that thing off. I cannot believe Dick. And that was right there for him. It was it was right there you for Dick. Nine times out of ten, he catches that pass. You think. Has to, the, the, the bit, one of the biggest moments in the game. You got to catch that one. Think of the think of the momentum shift. It would have been huge. It would have been huge. It would have been huge. But like That would have been a touchdown. He, exactly. Well, the DB was, you know. Oh, he was following, dude. He he. If if Diggs don't fall, he's in. He gone. It's kind of like was wasn't it Diggs with the Minnesota Miracle? Yes. Yes. Him? Yeah. Mm. He could have kept running, but like I kept feeling like all this weird stuff was happening to Buffalo, but they kept getting good bounce. It was like you know again the fake punt, and then they get to fumble to the end zone, right? Mm. And then Josh Allen takes off after that Diggs debacle. <laughs> Allen takes off on the third and ten, fumbles the Bills, get the ball back, right? right? I mean, look that dude that. <laughs> The Chiefs had a dude there that was gonna that that absolutely looked like it was gonna be a scoop and score. And was so, that was that King Kate that like yeah, made the hustle so. play? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Um, I mean, that was a hell of a play by a rookie to literally stick his hand yes. out there and swat the ball away, essentially. Yeah, but while the dude's sure. trying to scoop and score, gotta yep. do what you gotta do, man. Gotta do what gotta you gotta do. do. You know, the Bills convert on fourth and three. It's it, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it, they just kept going kept coming i was like something the dam's got to burst they got to get a good break they got they got to connect on one of these things you know and kudos to the chiefs man like look that it was second and nine and allen Mm -hmm. fired one off to shakir who had made some really really clutch throws in the end zone but josh allen got bumped during the throw so the ball ends up being under chris jones man yeah chris jones i mean the the way that the way the way spags had that defense going where the you know you know, the lineman kind of goes back and then comes right across. I mean, it, it, it's just one of those things that it mattered. because When, they, when, when the inside the NFL showed that, they, uh-huh. they showed the coach and Chris Jones on the sideline mm-hmm. literally going back and forth, and the coach was telling them, no, no, do this to keep them within so that it doesn't, you know, expand the pocket. Yeah. And they, they, they had a, a long back and forth, but, you know, Jones ended up doing what the coach said, and Boom. that literally made – all the difference in that second because that throw was there look that it throw was, was there. there for Diggs. Diggs blew it that throw was there for allen and if the, he hadn't gotten bumped he's making that that ball is getting it now shakir's got to catch it but it would have been there right it would have been there i mean chiefs end up grinding out that game oh well obviously before we get to that you have the tyler bass and look that guy in the last two minutes of of the fourth quarter of overtime when the game was tied or the Bills were trailing by three points or fewer, he was nine of nine. So what does he do? He misses it fucking wide right. 
And I swear, man, I watched that replay. When that kick happened, I had to back it up and watch that kick multiple times. I don't think I've ever seen a ball move like that in the air. Like, it it, it was crazy. Like Be- effect wind, man. Because Usually It's because of the winds, yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Because when he kicked it, it was going to the left. And it's like it goes left, and then it just goes whoop. It's like it boomeranged or arc. I mean, it was nuts. Lake effect yeah. wind is crazy. That, he was trying to compensate for the wind, and it just he just he just missed it. Yeah, I, I, it was it. That was just bizarre, absolutely bizarre ball movement. You said balls. Oh, what's in the box? Not not that. Lindy King confirmed, man. Like when we were in Great Lakes, and if you're there in the winter, like mm-hmm. that lake effect wind will slice you in half. Like it's it is not forgiving at all. I, no. I mean, I lived at Oneida Lake, so in, <laughs> in New York. So trust me, I know. Randy's like, I know, um, I know this deal. Um, but obviously, it's never a uh, a cheese game without obviously a controversial ref interference of some sort. Ha ha. Um, uh, well, <laughs> that that one pass interference call. Oh, I mean, you mean where they threw the flag like halfway, like after the last play had happened? Exactly. <laughs> what the, well, I mean, what the hell is that shit? Since when can we like, oh, hold on, let's get together after the play's over and everybody's on, back on, on the field ready to go, and then you throw a flag. Yeah. Bills had stopped them. Bill, it was third down. I mean, I'm sorry. The ball was still in Mahomes' hands. The dude got the rub, and then the ball came out after the contact. Yeah. Within the five yards. Within the, you know, so it's it's... <laughs> I don't know. It it just it's strange to me. Well, I shouldn't say it's not strange to me because the Chiefs game that tends to happen in every Chiefs game, especially the playoffs. Because we all remember the Super Bowl last year. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It, I, it's I, bullshit I, to me. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. But I mean, here's the thing: like the Bills had opportunity after opportunity after opportunity after opportunity. They had time of possession, um, but I, I think the injuries caught up with them not capitalizing on moments caught up with them. And, you know, the, the, the Chiefs, look, man, like Mahomes and Kelsey, those guys are special. We all know that, obviously. In divisional games, by the way, Patrick Mahomes, 6-0. and He's got 13 passing touchdowns, zero picks in, in the divisional round. This is his sixth, consecu- sixth consecutive season reaching the conference championship his all six seasons he's been a starter he's made the conference championship game there's only one person with more in the super bowl era obviously since we talked about autogram earlier but in the super bowl era there's only one one person with more that's tom brady 2011 to 2018 you know who's next on that list brady with eight mahomes with six you know who's right after mahomes peyton nope 70s. Bradshaw. Nope. Stabler? Stabler. Five. 73 to 77. So. That was a hell of a Raiders team. Yes. And Travis Kelsey, that's his fourth playoff game with multiple receiving touchdowns. There's only one person with more. Randy. Rice. <laughs> of course it's Jerry Rice. I mean, what the hell? That's the other thing. If there's if there's a receiving question, a receiving record question in the NFL, just start with Jerry Rice. <laughs> start there. You may I not mean, he's the goat for a right. reason. You may not be right, 
but your odds are pretty good. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> oh my god! So, but, but, but I will, I will say if uh, I mean as we've said before, it's, it seems like it's never a, a Chiefs game without an you know interesting ref issue. Um, well, if, know, if, hey, look, Mahomes didn't have to go and complain to the refs to Josh Allen. Remember that in the in season game, he went he complained about whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, Josh Allen didn't go up to Mahomes and complain about anything after the game. I don't know. No. I mean, that's just the difference between a guy who's like, yep, it is what it is. We played our hearts out. We didn't make enough plays versus a guy who expects everything to go their way no matter what. Mahomes and Mahato. Mahato. I was going to say, if I see some ref shenanigans this weekend. There will be shenanigans. that, That ends up costing the Ravens against the Chiefs. Hey, maybe they can get maybe they can get the dude that spotted that Jordan Love, you know, first quarter uh, tush push there. Maybe they can maybe they can send well, them to, I, to help well, out. I already learned who the the head ref for the uh, Niners Lions game is going to be. Who's that? Blakeman. Oh no! Yeah. Oh no! There's going to be some ref shenanigans that game. Oh no! Yikes! We no. all know the joys of Blakeman. No. And there are no joys. There is no that, joy in Mudville. <laughs> that dude fucks teams over. So, look, man, I, I, I had to live with the catch two. The Bills now have to live with wide right two. It's like oh. the, it's like the cruelty of sports, man. Like in the chat when that happened, I just remember writing, "Oh no!" <laughs> like, yeah. of, of all the things, man, you know, block it something, but but don't go wide right from the. I think the exact same yardage. As Norwood missed in the Super Bowl, like that's just mean. That's like that's like uh, you know, if if you're a sports gods person, like you're like the sports gods are just are just messing with us now. Yeah, I mean it's just brutal. Understand this, Josh Allen. By the way, okay, in the playoffs, in the playoffs, this dude, he three hundred thirty yards per game. He has twenty seven touchdowns and four interceptions. Wow, that's that, a hell of a stat line. That's what he's done in the playoffs. Dude's money. He just needs it's crazy somebody else to step up and help him. Yeah. The only two plays over 15 yards for Buffalo, by the way, were Josh Allen scrambles. It is their first game this season without a 20-yard play. That's amazing. Yeah, I mean it, it's just it's just nuts. And by the way, tip of the cap to Andy Reid. 24th playoff win. He's second in history, obviously, behind Bill Belichick, who has a bajillion. What? Yeah, shocker. <laughs> and then say, yeah, whoo. Then Tom Landry with 20. But kudos to Big Red, man. You know, he had that chip on his shoulder. He ate it. He's got nachos. He's got extras. He's got all of it. <laughs> he's got all of it. So the, the Chiefs went on the road. They were an underdog. They punted once. They scored essentially every time they had to score. They got, they got the job done. And, you know, if, if there's – if you don't always see a clean line from generations to the next or, you know, your eras like, you know, great kind of quarterbacks to the next one. But th- there's no doubt that we've gone from Tom Brady and it's, it's Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Like there's no doubt because it's not just your, your, you got stats. It's you deliver and yeah, sure. He's, he lost the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that he's perfect. Right, but that team finds an extra gear in the playoffs. That's coaching, that's players, that's roster, that's skill, that's talent, it's all these things. But it's belief, it's confidence. Um, 
But oh my gosh, incredible to me. What the Chiefs did, sticking it to Miami, then going to Buffalo, handling business. And bu- Buffalo's going to, when they when they watch the tape, they look back. I mean, uh, you know, I, I, it's a shame about the injuries, but I really think those players are just going to, they're going to just want to barf thinking about the plays they didn't make. Because some of the, they were there. The opportunity was there for them. And they couldn't capitalize, and the Chiefs did. That extra little 5% or 10% or 15% or whatever it is, the Chiefs brought that. Josh Allen, I think, brought that, but the rest of the Bills did not. And no, it's that loss isn't all on Tyler Bass. It's not. But in the, no. criti- in the critical moment, he missed the kick. Not a 54-yarder, not a 64-yarder, a 44-yarder. And Lake Effect win, blah, sure. But critical moment like that, you got to. You got to, you got to, like they used to say at Virginia Tech, man, stick it in. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> got to do it. They got to bring that chant back. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Hokies got to get close enough to the goal line to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, oh my gosh. We got Travis Kelsey out there doing heart hand gestures. I think one of my favorite parts of that game, quite frankly, was Jason Kelsey with his shirt off, jumping out of the you know the box, chugging beers with fans out there raising <laughs> raising that little girl so she so Taylor Swift could see the sign she had. Now all that stuff was pretty cool. And Jason Kelsey, man, that that is a dude enjoying himself. <laughs> he How much a, did he have to drink? A lot. I mean, shit. That dude is so happy to not be doing that damn tush push. He's out there just having a oh, time. God time of his life you know there's a part of me that honestly this is going to sound weird um i hope he doesn't retire i hope that i hope he can get away from philly I, you know what i think would be great is if he could play one year with his brother you know what i mean which would have to be in kansas city but that would be and uh, you know he's not going to have to do uh f- you know 18 tush pushes a game in kansas city <laughs> no but definitely not. I mean, he might be legit done. i don't think he's i don't Think he's I, I would say he's announced. done. They're they're pregnant with the, their fourth kid. Yeah. So, well, he he's uh, he's definitely close. I mean, it, you know, if he's it, he looked like he was retiring, he looked like it. But I don't think he he I don't think he has officially announced it. What I'm saying to you is, if he's going to play next year, I would love to see him get to play a year with his brother. That would be pretty sweet. Yeah. That would be fun. That'd be pretty sweet. And uh, God bless, they would have a good old time. And uh, by the way, um, all the people that were hating on uh, Tyler Bass. Look, it's social media. Look, the internet it can be a really ugly place. A dude was catching a lot of grief, um, death threats, all kinds of stuff. He had to deactivate accounts, and um, you know, kudos to the fans that that rallied up to support his charity. Uh, the last number I saw is that uh, they had it's called the Ten Lives Club, um, and they've received more than a hundred thousand dollars of donations from Bills Mafia. In Hell support, yeah! In support of him, That's so cool. uh, yeah. Look, if you're one of those that is pricks a- that goes out there and gives grief to players because you know they're just not on their best, why don't you go out there and do it? You know, well, I mean, can't. good luck. They can't. But the the Ten Lives Club, by the way, is a non kill <laughs> non profit cat adoption group devoted to reducing the number of cats euthanized each year to over uh, each year due to overpopulation of lack of space and shelters. That's what's on their website. But yeah, they raised a hundred grand. And Tito's uh, Tito's vodka, say, I think 
Tito's Vodka gave him 5K to get him over the 100K mark, man. Hey, Hell Tito's. Yeah. We that's like, awesome. Nice. We like some Tito's vodka in this household. Matter of fact, that's a true story, by the way. I do like we do like Tito's vodka. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I, I get a handle of that from the ABC store every time I uh, need to restock. That's the jam. Nice. So, because he he deactivated all of his accounts, you know that dude was catching a bunch of hate. Yeah, and it's, I also it's, saw that some Chiefs fans were also donating to his cause to kind of help out as well. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, look, the the snowballs are petty. As long as you're not loading pennies and other stuff in it. Like, I'm, I'm not advocating throwing snowballs at the players. I thought it was ridiculous that people were launching snowballs at, at Patrick Mahomes when he was going to greet some Chiefs after the game, going to mm-hmm. greet some Chiefs fans. Uh, but, the, you know, that's beers and, you know, beer bravado that's out there. But as long as they're not loaded up with batteries, you don't do like Europe. You know what I mean? Like in Europe, there might be like, who knows what in that stuff might have dynamite in the damn thing. They set fire. They got flares going off inside. You never know what you're going to get into in certain areas of Europe with some of that stuff. But I'm not keen on the snowballs uh, per se. Uh, But come on. He was going over to greet some fans. People are still launching snowballs at the dude's head. (laughs) Come on, man. Chill out, (laughs) y'all. A little ridiculous. A little ridiculous, but I don't know. I, I feel for Buffalo. I felt for my coworker, but sucked. And 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 Randy, like I said, man, like the the Packers losing annoyed me. But if I'm a Bills fan and I travel to that game, dude, I'm not saying I'd be like that guy in the in the skull cap crying. I'm not saying that, but I might be on the inside. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It is that sucks, man. You go to a playoff game. Like, think about all those Dallas fans that got that just had to sit through that ob- obliteration, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but, but we if, take solace of watching, uh, you know, the Dallas fans just keep, you'd be all I know, miserable I know. and shit. But I mean, if if you're a Bills fan, like part of this question becomes, if not now, when? You know what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. you finally get the Chiefs in Buffalo, <clears throat> and you still you get heartbreak again. You get wide righted again. I mean, it's just. It feels cruel, right? And if you don't like the Bills, you laugh. I hear that. If you're a fan of any other team in the AFC East, you're like, F them. Like, I hear that, right? I'm sure Lindy's like, ha ha. And th- that's fine. As a Patriots fan, you'd expect them to, to drop some hate on them. But I'm just saying, like, that's that's a that's – a, if you're a Bills fan or you were hoping they were going to have some success, you go, okay, if they can't beat the Chiefs this year, are they ever going to be able to beat them? You know what I mean? And that stuff gets into their heads, dude. Mm-hmm. That's tough. That That's... team feels like they were a piece or two away, and it could have been just because of all the injuries yeah. they sustained through the season, especially losing some of their top defenders. But I feel like offensively, there's just there's a couple of you know positions that they really could kind of shore up, and it would really help that team leaps mm-hmm. and bounds. It would. It would, for sure. Hey, look, I'll tell you what. I need to get a new beer. We need to salute the clock, and I need a bathroom break. So uh, I'm, I'm going to be like Lamar Jackson, and I'm just going to go ahead and run off into the tunnel. Um, I'm going to do a little clench. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, unlike Randy, I will go turbo turd mode. No, I don't need to poop. I'm just kidding. But <laughs> let's take a quick break, and we'll circle back, top some thoughts, do a salute the clock. We have two other games to get to. Uh, I guess we need to get to the NFC side. I don't think Whitfield's going to show up. It's already one o'clock in the morning, so I think we're in a Whitfield free zone. So, Randy, you've escaped any 
uh, bitch fest from him. <laughs> and Sh- Shannon, Shannon, it's one o'clock, not two o'clock. You don't need to check your eyelids for light leaks. Okay, bro. I'm actually good. I had caffeine tonight. Look at that. So. Stay with us, dude. All right. I'm good for another like five to ten minutes. <laughs> <Five>. <laughs> nice. All right, look, we'll take a quick break. We'll be back in a few minutes. Uh, keywords are sports and brew. You can find us all over the place. Man, just Google beer, sports, brew, and probably assholes, and you'll you'll find us. I would say. Especially assholes. Especially assholes. Or napping and crapping. You'll definitely, you'll at least find MacGuffin. <laughs> yep. like space balls. I'm surrounded by assholes. Yeah. Matter of fact. That's a true story, but uh, anyway, we'll be right back, and then we'll we'll bang out some other uh, other content. Uh, be right back, y'all. <laughs> yes, sir. Had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes, but we are back. The trees have been watered, and uh, since we got to talk about the uh, Packers and the 49ers, I went ahead and grabbed not just one but two Coronas for the second half. (laughs) 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 Might as well be ready. Anyway, let's go ahead and uh, bang out a slew clock. Uh, Gentlemen, well, you know I got Coronas. Again, you know, I've been uh, staying on the lighter side uh, when we record, and I've been saving, like, the heavier-duty beers for when we're not trying to be semi-productive. But uh, So I've got some Coronas. I already uh, drank a couple, but i got a couple more. Why not? And then, uh, of course, my uh, very classic Jack Daniels and Mexico, which is almost empty and will certainly be done. Uh, but I'm not going to double up on the uh, mixed drink. It makes me a little spicy. So, Or uh, there's a risk. That doesn't always make me spicy, but there's a high risk that if I uh, double up on the liquor that sometimes I get extra zesty. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah, I don't really want to know exactly how you felt about that Packers 49ers game, to be perfectly honest. Thank you. <laughs> Well, well, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. You're going to get to talk about it, and I'm going to get to talk about it. Sure. Uh, so that's that's kind of the deal. Um, no, all kidding aside. So, uh, yeah, salute o'clock. There we go. Uh, Shannon, what you got, brother? I'm just rolling with the Busky Gold Rush cider tonight, man. Hey. I got a early day tomorrow with a, a kid who's turning 18 in my house. Oh, my God. Another one that's got to go see the doctor because she's not feeling great. Oh, I hope you don't have the stomach bug running through your house. That's been that's been popular these past couple of weeks. Nah, she got some she got some shit going on. So, all right. Well, here's to, you know, good visit. Her feeling better and uh, happy birthday. Yay. Extra adult. Oh, my God. Three adults. What? Dude. So we started this podcast when that child was six years old. Just for context. Uh, that's so weird. <laughs> In a galaxy far, far I know. away. Dude, I just, you know, it, it, I have a hard time wrapping my head around your daughters being as old as they are. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Because in my head, I still I still think of them as like, kind of, uh, this is not fair, but in my head, just, I have so many memories with them being like 7, 8, 9, 10, yeah. you know, kind of in that zone elementary maybe middle school that that's really how i think of them which isn't really fair but it's just it it, i I cannot believe that you're on the doorstep of a bunch of college and cars and voting and all this other stuff i mean it's just wild to me dude yeah friday i'm taking her to get registered to to vote so it's 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 surreal i'll put it that way it's surreal Well, I mean, when you look at it, Justin, it also explains why Shannon has the most gray out of all of us. That is a true story. He does. There is nobody that's salt and peppered up in this in this crew 
like Shannon, although you still have all your hair. Yes, so, I have not pulled it out yet. No, not yet. Not yet. There's still, although, t- there's still if time. You, if, if you take my gray hairs and put them under a microscope, <laughs> it's crazy. If you take it under a microscope, you'll either see the words Lily or Katie on each one on the on each gray hair. Each one. So, you know, I'm glad none are named after me unless those are <laughs> or, or like Matt or Randy. Unless those are your ass hairs and then we don't need to know about them. <laughs> well, those are your napping. And, that's, that's your, that's your awful. Thought. <laughs> that's your napping and crap and happy trail. We don't need we don't, we don't, we don't need to know. That's your crappy trail. We don't need to know anything about it. Exactly. <laughs> Banana wipes. Get out of here. <laughs> Swipe right. Swipe right. Swipe right. Randy, oh, what are you Lordy. Randy, what are you drinking? So I was digging in the fridge because we uh you know, party yeah. foul in the sense that we forgot to put the beer we brought over to your place yeah, we... over the weekend back in oh, the fridge. Whoops. So uh I was Urgh. digging into the fridge and Lo and behold, I think I, I was like, ooh, I think I found the last center of the universe, Monkey's Uncle Lemongrass Triple. Hey! So I was all excited about that. I know Shannon's one of your favorites from Center of the Universe, next to El Dudorino. Good old El Dudorino. Though next year we got to get some shut the fuck up. <laughs> I think I still have one in my fridge from last year. Yeah, we, once the season is done, we really need to do a couple of brewery hangouts we should go to co2 yes and christ almighty can we finally make it down to that that place in petersburg can we, we just pick up? yeah can we just so, so the three of us go and we'd be like hey todd we sorry we missed you no nah, man we gotta pick up todd <laughs> nah you gotta pick up todd we gotta pick up todd i mean we might leave him in petersburg but we at least gotta pick him up and take him down <laughs> okay there. fair enough okay i got you yeah, yeah. yeah we you leave know, him in petersburg he ain't making it back you know what would be funny though um, once Lindy is back from, as Shannon would say, Turks and Kakos, um, <laughs> Turks and Tacos, man, Turks and Tacos. <laughs> uh, who, maybe if Lindy's, in, can, maybe we should just we should try to get everybody together and go somewhere. That would that could be a lot of fun. That could be a lot. That of could be fun. also very dangerous. It, well, for Whitfield, but not for anybody else. But for Whitfield, okay, yes. you're not wrong. There, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I, I, by the way, I do like the fact that I said we were going to circle back on this one thing, and I forget who shared it. I saw it flitting through the through the news, you know, the interwebs or whatever. And I, I think Shannon, you may have sent it in the chat. I don't recall, but it was one where they talked about the um, uh, 06 to 09 Chargers, and yes. they compared them to the 20 to 23 Bills. And like their regular season record, their playoff record, the division titles, the points per game, the opponents' points per game, and and, and it's freaky, you know, because it's crazy it, man, yeah, the parallels are are so vicious, and you know, you hate to think that, you know, because the Chargers were a good team, right? I mean, they they ultimately underachieved under Marty, they underachieved under, they certainly underachieved under freaking North Turner, but. They also ran into New England. You that know? 06 team, man. I did that when they had New England at uh-huh. home in the divisional uh-huh. round and they lost 21 to 14. That was a team that was 14 and 2, had just smoked Indianapolis like a couple weeks earlier. And like all they had to do is beat New England. Like that was the year that Peyton Manning won the Super Bowl. If New England doesn't win that game, I don't think the Colts would have beaten the Chargers that year to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, who knows? 
you know, I mean, that that's you play to win the game, and the Chargers did not. Chargers, Chargers, man. Chargers, Chargers. I mean, they're, 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 it's heartbreak. And, look, there's a lot of great quarterbacks and great teams and great players that either get there and lose or never get there at all. You know, Dan Fouts didn't, didn't get, get a ring. Marino lost one, never got back. You know what I mean? Like, it's it would be a shame if, you know, Josh Allen and, and if they just never got there. Mm-hmm. But it's not unprecedented. You know what I mean? And you think about Joe Burrow and the Bengals, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, and Patrick Mahomes is not old, dude. He's not 30. He's not even 30 yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's crazy. I mean, Burrow and Mahomes and Allen, uh, uh, there's all kinds of just people in your way in the AFC. Uh, and the Ravens and Lamar J. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, yeah. there is there were, there is some high caliber competition in the AFC, man. It's it's just tough. And then next year you got Harbaugh and Herbert. Har- yeah. And they, you you expect them to be better. You know, I mean, it's that's just going to be real, real tough sledding. So I, I hope that Buffalo can break through at some point, and that they're not just the Chargers parallel because that's just cruel. Are you saying you're hoping Buffalo can break free? As a matter of fact, I am one hundred percent saying that I hope Buffalo that the Bills can one hundred percent shake off that loss. All right. Shake off that loss and find a way to keep their team intact and get healthy and break free from the pack. Ooh, I got to readjust all the volume sliders, man. Everything's like crazy loud. So what you're, what you're trying to say is next year. Darn, delicious. Gonna, that video, Delicious. So, so what you're trying to say is next year they're going to bang bang all over the league? Uh, yeah, well, Josh Allen might, but they're going to need some defense, man. Well, we know Josh Allen is going to be lighting people up. That's just what that dude does. But the <laughs> most important question, will uh-huh. the Bills fans be able to let this loss go? Will they be able to let it go? No. I mean, they could let it go if they don't have wide right anymore. <laughs> so I what mean, you're saying is Tyler Bass could turn back time. Yes. Yes. Look, 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 <laughs> look. There, well, I, there are two teams this weekend that there is, look, there were a lot of gifts out there. That there was there was opportunity for Buffalo that didn't capitalize. And Randy, I know we're going to talk about this 49ers-Packers game. And God bless. You, the 49ers better get a charitable tax deduction for all the gifts they, they threw out there. Falling down, Debo out of the game, Brock Purdy trying his damnedest to give the ball away. My God, if if Bass, the Bills, and the Packers could turn back time. If Jordan Love could not channel his inner Brett Favre at the end, of that, the end of that game, dude, are you freaking kidding me? What are we doing? Come on, Jordan Love. <laughs> You're making me break out Hadaway. <laughs> what are you doing? Wow. What are you doing? <laughs> Come on, man. 
Come on. I could, I could make the throw, roll into my right, throwing across my body, all the way back over half over the field. Oh, don't do wait. it. Don't do it. Jordan Don't. Love said we'll do it live. <laughs> what is, I mean, we've seen that, what? They called that the forbidden throw, and yeah. <laughs> yeah. Killing me. Quality pull Killing me, dude. Quality. <laughs> There was like what, like a one percent chance that throw works, and there's only a handful of quarterbacks who pull it off. Zero point Bro, two. here you go. Here, here's the love roller coaster, baby. Love this song, by the way. Such a great song. I mean, the original is good, but Red Hot Chili Peppers nailed the shit out of this thing, dude. It was such a fun video too for the yes. Beavis and Butthead movie. Yeah, yes. absolutely. That's what I was gonna say. It's on the Beavis and Butthead movie. That was a roller coaster, all right. <sighs> for the first half, you got good Jordan Love. For the second half, you got inexperienced Jordan Love. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I'll say this. I, I'll say this real quick before we get into the game itself. The Packers are kind of in a unique space because I, I, there was a, a little clip going around that was talking about the cap hit for all of their tight ends and wide receivers. And I want to say, without pulling it back up. I think it was like around $12 million is the cap hit for like all of their receivers and their tight ends. <laughs> like it's ridiculous. Like, aren't they all like within their <laughs> yes. like whether first, second or like their third year <laughs> yeah, overall? Yeah, yeah. They're all they're, yeah, it's ridiculous. They're all in the rookie contracts. Yes. So they're in a very unique position because they're going to have to re-sign Jordan Love. Like they they mm -hmm. gave him a kind of a little sweetener extension to see what this year would be. And uh, again, I'm going to give credit to LaFleur. I think he really had to cut his teeth as look, – look, I know he's not a rookie. I mean, I understand that. But, you know, you they, they were able to lean on Rodgers for all of the pluses and the minuses that came with Rodgers. And there were some minuses too. I'm not, you know, naive enough to think there weren't. There were. They obviously butted heads uh, as far as roster construction, team management, play management, you know, all those things. All right, well, he is gone. But they're in, in a fairly unique zone where they've got, they can front load. They're going to have, they gave him a sweetener. LaFleur, you know, cut his teeth post Rodgers. Jordan Love clearly showed a lot of progression over the course of the season. And he was, you know, in fuego for the last chunk of the season. Um, that young wide receiver group really stepped up. That's a deep, that's a deep group. I don't know what anybody's particular ceiling is, but that's a deep group. They had all, I mean, you know, Watson, Dobbs, Craft, Melton, or I mean, I mean, it was it's ridiculous. They had a ton of people that were productive. They've got a deep, deep, deep wide receiver group, and it's cheap, cheap, cheap for right now. It won't stay that way. But they they have a really unique opportunity where they can pay Jordan Love and then kind of front load more than than other teams can. Which again, this is why I think it's really interesting because a lot of times. It's you have the rookie quarterback, you pay everybody else a ton of money, and then you got to pay the the quarterback if they're good, which you hope they are. You got to pay them a ton, and then you got to figure out what the hell to do, right? That's the issue that San that San Diego, that the damn Char <laughs> that the damn Chargers have with Herbert. It's it's the issue that the Chiefs have with Mahomes, uh, the Packers because of the way this went, they had love on the cheap. They had Rodgers. They move they move on from Rodgers. They give the sweetener to love, and they've got all of this youth. And that team is super young. Um, 
if memory serves, they're like the youngest, you know, team with a playoff win. I mean, there's all kinds of advantages to that. Here's the deal. They're young. They're cheap. That's the deal. If you can go ahead and pay and pay, you know, love if you believe in him, which I think at this point he's answered the question. Is he the dude? He's the dude. He's got a good arm. And I feel pretty confident that they're going to be competitive good, right? So you can structure your money in a way that a lot of other teams can't. That is a gift. That is a an absolute gift, right? Don't F that up. Yeah. Don't F that up. So Gutekunst, you know, it, you know, everybody can throw the verbal bouquets at the front office at this point. Uh, we weren't necessarily throwing them all over them, you know, last year for the way things were looking or early this year, but uh, certainly a, a strong finish to the season. And, you know, I joked around with some people. I work with a lot of 49ers fans, Randy. And I said, look, whatever happens, man, they kick the shit out of Dallas. That makes me super happy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and that part is still very true it, it, it makes us all happy yeah. to watch Dallas get the shit kicked out of it them. does it does it, there, there's no doubt about that but look man you know I'm not a 49ers hater you know that um the the absolute ridiculousness of the last decade or so of 49ers Packers as a Packers fan is so obnoxious <laughs> it's so obnoxious dude yeah and you know what I'd forgotten we brought up the catch two game with Terrell Owens I'd forgotten that was Holmgren's last game as the Packers head coach holy shit I'd forgotten that hmm. I'd forgotten that but it was and then he, then he was off to Seattle uh but this is the fifth straight playoff loss versus the 49ers since well it's, it's since 2012 that's just brutal, brutal. But I mean, I, you know, obviously, Randy, we're going to come at this from two different angles. Yeah. You're, you're obviously pretty happy, and you know, again, I don't have any real grievance with San Francisco. I know some people are going to hate on them. That's fine. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't have any real big, you know, bones to pick with them. Um, I think, it, you know, of, of the storylines that are interesting to me, um, you know, miss, the Brock Purdy Mister Irrelevant is is fascinating, particularly if they can get it done. Um, Detroit's fast ending because, well, they've, they've, the lines have been terrible forever. Obviously the Ravens, if you know, they can win, then Lamar gets his ring. I mean, these are all a big deal. Um, and the, the chiefs have thumped every, they beat the crap out of the Lions. They beat the crap out of the 49ers. They didn't play the chiefs this year. Correct me if I'm wrong, but they didn't play the chiefs this year. They do net, they do coming up. So they have a chance to break a streak there as well. But look, there's no small part of me watching that game that didn't feel like the 49ers were just trying to find ways to give that damn game away. Mm. I mean, they had dudes falling down in coverage. I don't know how on earth it is your home field. How do you not have the right cleats? Randy, how do you not have the right cleats for that game, Randy? How? 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 Honestly, I, I couldn't tell you. I mean, it, um, that's unbelievable uh, to me. And then, look, I was happy they were falling down. Don't get me wrong, right? <laughs> but you know, I mean, every time a damn defender fell down, a big fucking play happened. I so, know, you know, I know. It was crazy. It was crazy. Now, who knows? Maybe maybe they still, you know, have half productivity on some of those plays. But you got you got dudes wipe it out. I mean, it was just nuts. But it, it's your home field. It's your home field, dude. <laughs> it was just strange to me. Uh, but but Brock Purdy had some moments in that game where, I mean, he was just absolutely struggle bust out. And uh, he tried the glove. He had the glove. No glove. is raining. I mean, you know, 
Uh, they had Debo. Debo gets swarm tackled and knocked out of the game. I'm glad he didn't fracture his shoulder again. Hopefully he can play this coming weekend. I don't think they've clearly announced one way or the other yet. Um, but they, they clearly are a much, much better team with Debo on field than they are without. But, you know, Brock had some rough, rough, rough moments in that game. Some of that I absolutely believe is the weather. Uh, maybe he got a smidge rattled. Uh, maybe, you know, there's all kinds of things that we can say. Maybe coulda, woulda, ifs, ifs, buts, candy, nuts, every day's Christmas, a lot of the blah for him. But they, they were clutch for the end to at the end. But, I mean, my God, I can't tell you the last time I saw a quarterback try to give the ball away as many times as he did. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was crazy to me. Yeah. And, you know, there were things that were right there. Both teams had mistakes. Right, both teams had some some little issues here and there, but the the Packers absolutely just did not capitalize on enough mistakes. That when that when that ball hit Savage, I don't know if Savage runs that back, but it felt like if he had if he had held on to that ball, that dude was gone. Uh -huh. <laughs> that dude was gone. So, you know, there were a lot of moments there that the 49ers really gave them opportunity, and whether that's youth. Whether it's just it's just kind of the way the things go, you know. It it, it the 49ers played them tight, which to me the the one th there's a couple of things that that bother me about some moments in that game. And you give credit to the 49ers for holding them to that early field goal. I absolutely 100% think they robbed Jordan Love on that spot on that um, fourth and short that they went for. Now we can argue about should they? Oh, uh, with the when they were like within the ten yard line yeah, or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now we can say, well, maybe they should have taken the points, and and I'll one hundred percent listen to that argument, or maybe not, given that dude, you know, shanked a forty one yard field goal late anyway. <laughs> but maybe he would have missed that one too. But I, I think that spot was terrible, and I would say to you that I watched a lot of replays, I watched a lot of sideline angles of it. And yes, I am biased because I wanted them to get the first down. And is it 100% clear where the ball is? No, it is not. You got a lot of bodies. But watching that in the moment, it felt like he got the first. Watching that replay with where his head is, with what is visible and where you would expect the ball to be, um, I think they that was a bad spot. And I feel like that spotting issue, number one, it wasn't just contained to this game. You had some spot issues in other games as well. Mm -hmm. uh, but when they tried to screw them out of another quarterback, like, sneak, you know what I mean? And they had the – later on in the game, they had another one. And he was basically on top of a 49er and, you know, picking up the first down. And they short-spotted it again. They had the challenge and get that one. But at least they had clear visual evidence, right? I hated that spot. I think they got screwed. Is that why they lost the game? No, but it definitely hurt. It definitely hurt because to me that should have been a first down. Maybe the 49ers hold him out anyway. Could have. We don't know. Uh, but I hated that spot. Maybe they should have taken the points. Whatever. It's, it's a missed opportunity, and you have to, you know, you have to beat your opponent, and sometimes you have to avoid referee complications, which mm -hmm. this is a great season to remind you. Right, <laughs> there are referee complications. Okay, lots, of uh, lot, lots of them. So, but at, you know, to set that up, there was a 49ers defensive back that fell down, and Romeo Dobbs had a big old gain off of it. So, I, I you know, it, it, it's tough. It's tough. 
the same token, you know, the 49ers responded with a drive where they got that 32-yard pass from Purdy to Kittle. I mean, they went up 7-3, to three, yeah. you know. And the back, it felt like the Packers could move the ball between the 20s really well. You know what I mean? And then when it got to the red zone, it just it just tightened up. They puckered up, whatever it was. They couldn't get, they couldn't punch it in. But it felt like they just moved the ball all over the place. And yes, again, there were some people that fell down. You know, uh, that wasn't the only time that Green Bay moved the ball, but them falling obviously <laughs> gave a nice ripe opportunity there. But another big Dobbs catch at the Packers up inside the ten, and that drive stalled out too. Forty nine held to a field goal, seven to six. Um, same, you know, all all that being said, man, the Forty ers and this is where we could have a conversation because I'd, I'd be kind of curious how you feel about Shanahan's clock management at the end of the first half. But they they have a forty eight yard field goal attempt and it gets blocked. Uh, it gets blocked, and I, I don't, I would, I don't know if that was analytics driven feel or what, but it, it, I think the 49ers could have done more with the time they had left at the end of that first half, Randy. So the block field goal, that's just karma biting him in the ass. Um, so ultimately, I do feel like uh, Harbaugh could have been a little more aggressive. Uh, I feel like he was. You mean uh, Shanahan? Yeah. Uh, Shanahan was putting way too much. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm tired. But how strong um, is this beer you're drinking, bro? You just rewound a decade. I know, right? Um, <laughs> no, I, I think he's just thinking that uh, keep the ball out of uh, Love's hands because, I mean, at the time, he was throwing pretty well. He was making good reads, and they were moving the ball. So it was being conservative and trying to just drive the clock down, and yep. it just bit him in the ass. It really did. And it's one of those things where – could they have been more aggressive? Sure. But also you got to figure Purdy's not in his right mind. He's not really playing well, hasn't gotten that groove yet. So you really don't want to risk the turning the ball over. And right. I think that's kind of where his mindset was. It was keeping the ball away from the Packers and making sure Purdy's in a spot where he's not making a mistake to give the ball back. Yeah. Um, so there is a good logical reason for it. Right. Do I agree with it? Well, they should have gone for the touchdown, but, you know, they didn't get anything out of it. I mean, you know, it ended up biting him in the ass anyway. Well, I mean, they ultimately won the game, so it didn't bite right. him that bad. But at, at least in the short term, like in, in the, the moment, right, right, in the moment. You because know, yeah. think, think about the momentum the Packers got from that. And then to come out the start of the second half and do a three and out. To, yeah. to start, I mean that's that's pretty big. That that's a pretty big shift when you think about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the the other thing that happened a couple of times. I, I don't remember how many defensive pass interferences there were, but there were a couple. Um, and in the third quarter, uh, Love fired off a deep shot to Bo Melton, and I mean, and that was a pretty clear. That wasn't like a maybe that's a flag. I mean, that was a that was a damn flag. Oh, um, it was. It, it was, and and that ended up setting up. Um, that touchdown throw to Melton in the end zone, which I'm pretty sure a DB fell down again <laughs> on that one. Um, yeah, that that ended up making 13-7, and then you know, I mean, it, the this game was compelling and interesting. It's just at some point you go, you got to finish drives or you got to punch this in or, or whatever, and it felt like the the Forty ers you know, had had some struggles, but they but they got some pretty critical plays when they needed to. 
He had a big Kittle gain. And then, you know, run CMC, pops off. That 39-yard touchdown was nice, man. He broke a tackle. He got in space. Man, he was gone. Cranked up the Jets. He was gone. <laughs> Poof. See ya. Uh, made it 14-13. And on that kick return, when Nixon was hauling ass, and I thought he had pretty good space, but, you know, obviously the, the, the kick coverage was pretty good because he had guys there. When he cut back, Right, he fumbles when he gets spun around, and I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> but it, it's almost wild to think that Nixon fumbles the ball and that ball goes in the ground. And usually, there's some kind of shenanigans. Somebody hits it, kicks it, gra- you know what I mean? There's like stuff. Right. But that Wilson just dove right at the ball. Boom! He had it. It's like it stuck to him like Velcro. Poof! No bounces. No no weirdness. No nothing. And that was that was wild. That was wild. and lucky, honestly. Oh yeah. I mean that, that's a lucky break. Um, loving the hitting Tucker Craft for the touchdown. It was twenty one to fourteen after a two point conversion. And Randy, I remember when they when they flashed the stat, you were like, "Thanks for that." Where they said the Forty ers had been zero and thirty under Shanahan when trading by seven plus points with an area in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think it worked out okay for you. Right there. <laughs> um, it was like the, uh, what is it? The sportscaster's curse. Yeah, 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 yeah. They bring it up and then. He hasn't missed a kick all year. Yeah, look, they're 0-30. I was like, don't show this stat. In my head, I was like, you <laughs> assholes. Damn it. Um, you know, it, it, because there were a couple of opportunities here. And, and Randy, you're going to be able to say the same thing. Like, they're, 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 you, 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 you know, obviously we're watching a game. I'm looking at it. You know, I have a vested interest in in Green Bay winning. You had a vested interest in San Francisco winning. Um, but there's opportunities there. Like, you know, it's third and 11. Love has a throw to Kraft. It's slightly behind him. And he's been pretty on point. But that throw was behind Kraft. Kraft tips it in the air. It goes to freaking Greenlaw. You know, and the 49ers kick a field goal to close to 21-17. In the fourth quarter, Aaron Jones just breaks off this nice 53-yard run. Damn drive stalls out. Of course it does. Um, and then Carlson misses that 41, 41-yard field goal. And, you know, it's weird. Like, the kick, it, it, it started out looking pretty good, and it just curves right to the left. It was just like, poof, you know, like two football lengths like, like the, out. <laughs> so it stays 21 to, set, to 17. And, you know, look, you got you, you to gotta play your best when it matters the most, and it, it mattered the most right here for San Francisco. Ayuk had just some – I mean, some of the catches on that last drive were just ridiculous. I mean, Ayuk had a dude draped on his back with his hand. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, just in a great spot to break that up. And somehow it was a great throw from Purdy, and it was a super contested catch. And that guy still holds on to it. You know, and, and the 49ers end up driving down the field. They get a, a six-yard a six uh, run, seeing, you know, Christian McCaffrey touchdown run. To go up 24-21. And uh, we were cracking up. Uh, Shannon, I don't know if you were watching this game, but they kept doing these slow motion shots of the rain. Like they were showing John Lynch in, the, like, up in you know one of the boxes. And it looked like it was snowing. That rain was thick. <laughs> yeah, they slowed it down to the point where I was like, wow. We are like, that, that, shit. What kind of weather is going on over here? <laughs> it was pretty nuts. Um, but, look, you know, here's the thing. Packers get the ball. There's three timeouts. It's over a minute. You have a lot of a lot of stuff, right? You got you got a lot of opportunity here. It's not it's not to say that they will come back. It's not to say they will drive down the field. 
but there's not getting it done, and then there's going Plasco Burris and like shooting yourself in the leg and shooting yourself in the foot, right? I mean, God bless. Three timeouts over a minute, you get the ball, you convert a third and short, you got first and 10, two timeouts, 52 seconds, right? And it looks like one of the tight ends is open over to the left. Love rolls to the right. And yeah, I know Bose is bringing some heat. I hear that. But there is space. There is space. He could have taken off and run out of bounds. Maybe Bosa catches him, maybe not. He could have run and pick up some yards on on that side of the field. He didn't do that. Nope. He's he's uncorking that off balance, throw across his body, across the field. And Greenlaw, you know, gets a gift. Although, Randy, I got to tell you, dear God, I don't know what Greenlaw was doing trying to run that damn thing back because in my head, I, you know, it, he's Bumble. lucky. He's lucky he didn't get popped and somehow fumble that because, look, Pepperidge Farm and Marty Schottenheimer remember that bullshit. Yes, they <laughs> You know what I mean? So, <laughs> apparently the story behind that is Fred Warner told him he was going to get a pick six during the game. Mm-hmm. And he, when uh, Warner asked, was like, why didn't you go down? He's like, I'll try to get that pick six yeah. you said I was going to get, bro. <laughs> Which is funny. And, and he was running around, running around for a minute, dude. But that both interceptions he was trying to score. I know. I know. He was determined. He was determined. By uh, the way, the, the sports brew has gone high tech. Uh-oh. We have the exact thoughts that were going through uh, Jordan Love's head at that moment. Oh. It starts with a lean. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you. That's that's uh that's very accurate. Uh, yes. Uh, also, this one. How do you fuck that up? <laughs> that was look, look. How do you fuck that up? <laughs> and Carlson. Look, man, Mason Crosby may not have a lot of leg anymore, but I'd like to think he could have at least made a 41. Yeah. Hey, where are the white women at? I don't know. <laughs> Splitting uprights with Mason Crosby, I guess. God bless. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> or a Tyreek Hill. Yeah. You're a smart motherfucker. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Hopefully uh, Baltimore Ravens aren't going on a boat this week. <laughs> no, no. You got to say yeah, boat free. Right, yeah. Odell, don't take him out on the boat tour, man. It's not it's no Gilligan's Island. None of this stuff, man. Just don't, don't do just, it. Just, just don't, don't do it. No, don't. Don't do it. None of that. Don't. I don't give a fuck. Well, that, that sounds about accurate, but no, no, I know out on the, I'm on a boat. None of it. None of it, man. But re- look, Randy, this playoff rivalry, bro. I, I got to stop watching playoff games with you, man. <laughs> it's still real to me, damn it. Like the, the whole, the whole duration of the damn sports brew. You're killing me. <laughs> Green Bay and Buffalo, man. Green Bay and Buffalo, man. Come on, dude. <laughs> I'm tired of being down and out. I'll, this is crap. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm, I can't help it, man. I'm can't okay, help it. I'm okay with the Cowboys coming up short. I'm fine. I'm fine. But damn it, bro. <laughs> hey, I, you you cannot control the fact that Jordan Love decided to bust out his best Brett Favre impression. No, look, I loved I loved Favre, man. He he was great. 
but he had some heartbreak moments where you're just like, oh shit. <laughs> and I, you know, what are we doing? What are we doing? And again, look, 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 look. I, Brock Purdy clearly was having a tough time in that weather, tough time with the wet balls. <laughs> I'm just saying. They were, potato, they were playing hot potato. They were. And I, they told, were. I, I was like, dude, I'm waiting for that last interception, except the last interception apparently I was waiting for was freaking from Jordan Love to damn Greenlaw. It was supposed to be from Purdy. <laughs> what the hell, man? That was crap. You trying to squeeze an inch in on me somewhere, huh? Yes, but not I'm there. <laughs> but not there. So, look, I, I, you know, a compelling game it, it, it was. And, and kudos to the 49ers, man. Because I don't think they would have folded. I don't think that's what would have happened. But, you know, they had a lot of things go wrong. Right? And they they just kept grounded. But it, it, it just... They gave the Packers a lot of opportunities. And they the Packers just did not capitalize on enough of them. Uh, whether it's in the red zone, whether it's turnovers, whatever. Um, and I, I like what this Packers team turned into over the course of the season. That was a pleasant surprise. I certainly didn't think they were going to be a playoff team. And then they, you know, they did. And then kicking Dallas's ass, that was great. Um, and they, they gave the 49ers a, a run, man. And that game was there for the taking, um, but they did not take it. So that is, if you think holistically, right. You know, from my perspective, you go, all right, well, we got a lot of we got we had a better end of the season than I think most of us would have anticipated. And they answered a huge question, which is Jordan Love. You know, is he the guy? And he feels like he's the dude. So if that is the case, and that's accurate. They're going to be fine. They're going to be fine. But there's there's no small part that, you know, when you're talking about like your your playoff rival, right? Buffalo yeah. versus the Chiefs, <laughs> the Packers versus the 49ers. At some point, you're like, come on, man. Can you just win one of these damn games, dude? <laughs> come on. Um, you know, the two drop picks or the yeah, the two dropped interceptions, the missed field goal, the Farvina interception to, to end the game, having time and timeouts and space to run. I mean, it's just gross. Uh, I do want to say this, though. Uh, first eight drops for Brock Purdy it was 17 to 32, 53% completion rate. 35% off target percentage. Mm. All right. On the final game winning drive, six of seven, an 86% completion rate. And the only incomplete was a George Kittle drop and 0% off target. Bro, look, sometimes you got to win ugly. All right. Yeah, well, I mean, when, when it mattered most, yep. he showed up. Yep. So it, it, it was interesting because they were asking Kittle about that. And mm -hmm. he was just like, they noticed how, you know, Brock started kind of getting, you know, fired up and getting pissed and starting yelling at players. And he's like, he's like, that's the Brock I want. When I, when I see right. him doing that, I'm not worried. And he just, all of a sudden he just led that drive. Yep. And I don't know, he silenced some people. You know, because he showed up when it was, you know, mattered most, led that comeback, you know, led the comeback. But I think it was one of the most frustrating things to see is he did that, and it's just like zero respect. It's, you know, the 49ers don't deserve to be there. The You know, the Packers deserve to win. Uh, now I want Lions, Ravens, Super Bowl. And it's just <laughs> like, 
Well, it's like, what the fuck? It's like, I, I swear, if this was, if roles were reversed, if it was, you know, Jordan Love who did this, or mm-hmm. say it's Mahomes, or they'll get praised out the ass for doing it, but because I swear because of Purdy's, where he was drafted, it's, that's all anybody does is just try to tear him a new one and tear him down and... I see the players defending him. I see guys like Richard Sherman defending him. I mean, it's like there's play there's, you know, whether it's a broadcaster or mm-hmm. commentator or somebody, somebody's defending him, but it's just like you get guys like Colin Coward who's, you know, that's that's hits hit. I mean, well, the dude's just that's just Colin Cowherd in general. But it's just like it's he, the he's idea. He's like one step above Skip Bayless. I mean But it's just it's, <laughs> you it's know like, what I mean? It's, it's just one of those things where <laughs> You know, you know how how much longer does he have to just kind of come out, do his thing, and win before you guys go? Oh wow, he's actually not a bad quarterback. He really is. He's he's a good quarterback mixed in with, and this is not Jordan Love yet. Jordan Jordan Love has established himself as what looks like a good quarterback, right? But he's mixed in in the playoffs. It's Mahomes, Allen, Lamar Jack. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah, he he has all the all the grief that say Jared Goff was well, God, except Jared Goff was you know was he number one overall? Yes, I mean God, no. yeah. So you know, but think about all the dump, all the all the people that dumped on Jared Goff, right? Expectations, including us, including us. I'm sure, we did. At and one he point. he deserved some of it. He deserved some of it. But he did. you know, if you have to Brock Purdy, Randy, you're right. He has an uphill battle because he is Mister Irrelevant, right? And these things won't go away. I hope Debo is healthy for the game. And again, that was another gift for Green Bay. There was there was no Debo, and Debo was out uh, during the 49ers three game losing streak during the season. That you know that was a factor. And so a lot of people are trying to figure out what's going on. But look, here's the thing: you're surrounded by elite level quarterbacks in the playoffs. People do not consider Brock Purdy an elite level quarterback. They think he's a a solid guy on a great team. That's what they think, right? Maybe they're right, maybe they're wrong. But he has the opportunity, right, to go out. He had a he had a rough he had a rough first half against Green Bay. He clutched up at the end. He has the opportunity to go to Detroit, and Detroit's gonna Detroit's gonna bring it. But there's not, you know, I, as far as I know, the weather is nice in San Francisco this weekend. Everything's pointing in that direction, yeah. Right. It, it, the weather, the, the temperature is going to be good. It's not going to be rainy and crappy. It doesn't, you know what I mean? Like all that stuff's out the window. So he has an opportunity. That team has an opportunity, and hopefully Debo is healthy. But for all the grief, and you're right, people do go at Brock Purdy. Cam Newton does, right? I mean, people do go at him. If if they happen to win and advance, and then win the Super Bowl. What are you going to say? Right? What are you going to say? Well, and what are they the funny say? part. You look at some of the greatest quarterbacks in history, and they have elite-level talent around them. Yes. Generally, they do. Montana did. Young did. I mean, look at look at the receivers Peyton had. Or I mean, the only one I can say is Brady had Gronk and usually a smattering of some random dude off the street at wide receiver. For they, them. they had a churn. They had a churn, but they definitely uh, had a They definitely had a couple of types that they liked. And the best wide receiver they ever had was Randy Moss. And 
granted they were undefeated, but you know, they didn't they didn't get the ring. But you see what I'm saying? It's yeah. like I, yeah, I swear absolutely. it's like yeah, and they're like, oh, he's a game manager. It's like all quarterbacks are game managers. All quarterbacks have to you know make choices that you know are supposed to help the right. team, not hurt the team. That... So it's like I don't understand. So are you saying he's just a guy who can just do be checked down Charlie, which clearly he's not because he takes risks. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, obviously in a situation like that, you know, I, I mean, I think I would say in the grand scheme of what that team is, McCaffrey and Debo, I think get most people view them as the most important pieces. It's not to say that Brock Purdy is not important, but I think most observers feel like Debo and McCaffrey are just far more critical. And maybe that's unfair, right? But I think they're viewed as elite, and Brock Purdy is not. So he benefits from them, and which is true. I mean, he does. But look, that throw to Ayuk at the end, clutch as hell. Was it Juwan Jennings? Was that the dude that that Purdy? It was late in the game, and Purdy had that throw, and somehow it was like over and right passed. over the linebacker's head, and he yeah. Yeah. leapt up and caught it. Yeah, it's Juwan Jennings. The guy was outstretched, and I mean, it was a hell of a it was a hell of a catch by Juwan Jennings. But that throw had to be exactly where it needed to be. Period. I mean, he. I mean, he, we we've seen uh, when Purdy's in the zone, he rarely misses a throw. Mm-hmm. And he fits it into some pretty tight windows. Yeah. I, I, you know, it, it, the best thing he can do is 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 be more consistent and it, it, it just win. It well, just, I mean, just win. What and, we and, saw is you know knocking off some rust and yeah, yeah, yeah. And when it counted most, he showed up. And you know, I mean, do I? Is it a bummer that it had to come against the Packers? What? It, yeah, because I mean, I think that well, would have been a fun NFC for- Championship game. For me, it is. Yes, I would rather see that as an NFC Championship game. I think that'd have been a really fun NFC Championship game because, honestly, that's one of the things I love about playoff football is when mm. we get those games that are just exciting and come down to the wire, and pe- both teams are playing their hearts out, and we get just banger after banger where it's just like, okay, it's coming down to either he makes it or he misses it. Yeah. Or we got you know we got to punch it into the end zone and we're at the one and there's like only 10 seconds up like that's the type of stuff I like to see in the playoffs. Yes. And that's and I'll, this past weekend we got a lot of that. We got a lot. I mean the second again the second half of Ravens Texans was a bit of a dud. Yeah. Um as far as compelling competitiveness, but I think the other three games really I mean I feel like we had to watch those games all the way through. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Other than maybe some victory formation formalities at the end. But, you know, I mean, they were very dramatic. They were very entertaining. They were very competitive. Very competitive. So, uh, look, we need to to make our picks for the AFC-NFC Championship game. Um, Before we do that, we do – because we'll circle back and talk a little bit more about Purdy and the Niners, I think, when we're making our pick in a second here. Uh, we do need to take a moment at least talk about Lions, Lions, Bucks, and I said earlier tonight. You know, one of the most compelling stories of the season is Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lions. Look, I'm not, I'm not a Lions fan, and I'm a Packers guy, right? I'm not like, oh, go Detroit. 
But from a compelling storyline angle, Detroit's turnaround under Dan Campbell is incredible. Yeah. Jared Goff's redemption story is incredible. He, the, 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 the Rams basically said, we don't want you. Goodbye. See ya. All right. Dan Campbell, they made that trade. Stafford wanted out. He got out. He got his ring. Good for him. And the Lions, the organization, they, their front office staff, Dan Campbell, the players, I mean, that, that, that squad, that what they've done is tremendous. I forget his record over the last, like, 30 games, but it's it's obscenely good. Right? So oh, the, yeah. there's a redemption story oh, there. Yeah. There's, you know, Amon Ross St. Brown is incredible. Uh, God, I, I know I stopped playing fantasy football, but my keeper team that year I won. My 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 team the following season would have been ridiculously good. <laughs> it would have been so good. Oh well, but and kudos to Baker Mayfield, right? Who got basically discarded by Cleveland. Had his little pass through with the Rams, having his miraculous like, touchdown or whatever late. And looking like he's got a redemption story in in Tampa Bay. And he had some really nice moments in that game. And Mike Evans, we said it earlier, dude, put some respect on that on that dude. Man, that guy's a baller. I was gonna so, say, didn't Baker make a quick stop in Carolina as well? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which Carolina's a, a shithole, so you know, no but glad that he got out of there. Yeah, yeah. I would say I'm sure he is very glad he's no longer wrapped up in that debacle too. But uh, you know, look in this game. It, it, I, I'll bring up a couple of a couple of parts out of this one. Then we need to make our picks and bounce out of here. But in the third quarter, the Lions went for it on fourth and goal because, of course, they did. Craig what? Reynolds. Craig Reynolds. Craig Reynolds. Who? Craig. Who? Craig Reynolds. They drafted who? Is the guy. That got that touchdown, that ran that in. 17 to 10 lines. And this game kept going back and forth. You know, and by the way, I gotta tell you, man, Jameer Gibbs, that dude's a baller. Yeah. That dude's a baller. In the fourth quarter, he popped off for a 31 yard touchdown when it put put the lines up 24-17. Woof. Oof. And then uh Goff and St. Brown were balling, man. At St. Brown had just this tough ass crucial catch on third and fifteen. I mean, that that it was that was a that was a that was a bad man catch right there, dude. <laughs> and that set up that set up a touchdown from Goff to St. Brown. Put him up thirty one to seventeen. That was pretty badass too. Yeah. I mean, St. Brown is a is a fucking stud, man. There is no doubt. I give the Bucks credit for fighting their way back into it. Mike Evans picked up a, a really clutch fourth and fourteen, you know, and then the you know the, <laughs> the Bucks go down and score right, make it thirty-one to twenty-three. It was a failed two-point conversion, and Todd, the reason they went for the two is because they were going for the win. Because if they get it, it's thirty-one to twenty-five, and a touchdown with an extra point, they win. If it fails, they're still down eight. So then a touchdown and a two-point conversion to tie. That's why. You mean it's not because the head coach of Tampa Bay is Todd Bowles? No, 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 no. Uh, not, okay. Not quite. <laughs> the, look, the, the Bucks did get the ball back, and then Baker threw the interception on second and five. 
I'm sure he'd love to have that throwback. Um, I thought it was fascinating how many people were complaining about the very, very end game. And part of me was wondering, do, do you think, you know, because golf could have milked some more clock, right, on that victory mm-hmm. formation kneel down. Do you think the sidelines, like, basically basically they said, look, we, we can we can run this out all the way through if you really want to do that, or we can just go ahead and, and, and we're good, you know? And, yeah, I think the, the white flag was up. Right. You know, because realistically, Detroit, I think they were close enough to kick a field goal. They were. They were in field goal range. They were. They were. And I mean, if you're a coach, you want to lose by like a one score game instead of a two score game. You don't want to lose, but it does look bad. So you're telling me Bulls had money on it. (laughs) Just kidding. Ouch. (laughs) I mean, look, 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 look. I saw a lot of people bitching about, well, they could have called timeout. I, I guess my question is, do you think, like, realistically, the sidelines knew, hey, look, we can milk this all the way through. If you want to play it that way, right, we can take it all the way down to, like, one second, snap it. You got a timeout. We, we we know the deal. Or we could just say, all right, you're conceding. This is done. We're just going to knee it out, and poof, you're not going to call the timeout. We're going to let it go. Do you remember the other year when, when it felt like the Raiders had conceded the game? What, was that to the Chargers, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, those actually to, to get into the playoffs. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, was, yeah. If if both teams had tied, yeah, they would have ended up going. Both teams would have made the playoffs, but uh, you know Staley doing his uh, yeah usual I'll analytics bullshit. Analytics. Yeah, because yeah. um, I mean, didn't it feel like that in the moment? You know, like basically oh, yeah. they were like, hey, if we tie, like they were literally like saying, hey, bro, here's the answer sheet. We both get in. If we tie and Staley beat going Staley, and it pissed off the Raiders, and they decided to score the the uh, game winner. Yeah, yeah, like it, it was like it was like oh okay, because I, I swear to you, there are times these teams had it's like people know, but they've done this enough, right? They know. So I, in my in my head, I saw people complaining about the clock management. Well, why didn't the Bucks call a timeout? They could have had twelve seconds. They could have done this. They could have done that. You know, Jared Goff took the knee a little too early on third down. In my head, I'm like, well, they basically had, you know what I'm saying? Like, look, we can do, we can just, we can squeeze every second. If you want to do it that way, we're in field goal range. We can do that. We can kick a field goal. You know, then you're down 11 with 10, you know, three seconds of time or something goofy. Or you just, it, it's, it's done. You admit it's done and you concede. We'll need out and just, you know, we'll just get on out of here. Just don't call it a timeout. Right. I mean, that, that was my perspective. That was, that's what I thought. Is they, you know, Todd Bowles, he knew. And in the post, in the post game, when people were bugging him about it, you know, he was like, it was over. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, it, it is. It is. You know, <clears throat> you're hoping for like a couple of miracles, right? You you would need him to miss the field goal. You would then need to score the touchdown and then get a two point conversion and then onside kick it. And then get it something, or you, you know, or you block it, or you whatever. Then you're down eight. I don't know. I mean, I, I just feel like time wise, they basically were like, yeah, okay, this is done. Poof. I'm not saying you want to see people give up, but I also don't want to see Greg Schiano victory formation stupidity. Right. I mean, there, there's a point the game's over. So yeah. if your sidelines have an understanding, you go, okay, we're just gonna knee it out. Don't call the timeout. Poof. There you go. But kudos, kudos to the Bucks, man. They they really were trying to steal that game. Here are a couple of fun factoids, and we'll make our picks and bust out. 
Uh, Jared Goff, by the way, is one of five players to throw for 550 or more passing yards with zero interceptions in their first two playoff games with the team in NFL history. I'm going to say this again. Jared Goff is one of five players to throw for 550 or more passing yards with zero interceptions in their first two playoff games with a team in NFL history. You want to throw some darts on the other four? He's one of five. I would say he's the most surprising of that one of five. Drew Brees. Brees is not on there. But there's a lot of recent there's a lot of recency bias here. <laughs> Bre- I mean, uh, Philip Rivers? Nope. Mahomes. Mahomes is on the list. Allen. Josh Allen is on the list. Hmm. Make it personal with Goff. You'll guess the other one. Oh, Stafford. Stafford's one of them. Mm-hmm. And there's one more. Come on. Hmm. One more. One more. It wasn't with his original team. I'll give you that hint. Favre? Nope. That's a good guess, though. More recent than that. Rodgers? More recent than that. Um, and it's got it's got to be playoffs, man. Rodgers didn't make the playoffs this year, Shannon. Come on. Oh, it's oh this year. Napping uh, and crapping over there again already. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm about to wrap up the clock. Yeah. Um, well, we all know it's not uh, Lamar because we've Lamar. seen his we've seen his first half yeah. stats. It's not, it's not Lamar, but he's on his original team. He's on his original team. 2020. Uh, I'll give you the year. 2020. I mean, uh, on, th- if you're saying, the, we, if you're, saying not, you're saying not having his original team, I'll I'll go. I'll say Brady, it, Tom Brady, yeah, mm. Matt Stafford. Because if yeah. he was the Bucks, he was lighting people up. Yeah, 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 true. yeah, yeah. True. Matt Stafford, Tom Brady, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and Jared freaking Golf. <laughs> hell of a list. <laughs> That's a hell of a list. And Golf is up on it now, dude. Oh my god. Oh, man. First time since 1957 that the Lions have won two two playoff games in the same season. Unreal. Let's see if they can win three. Last time they made the NFC Championship game, the Redskins absolutely shellacked the shit out of them. They beat the crap out of them, man. Yes, Although they did. that 91 Redskins team, like people that weren't around back then. That um, was a hell of a team. That team was phenomenal. And Joe, Gibbs, I, will all, I will always argue that Joe Gibbs does not get enough love for not only surviving the minefield of the NFC in the 80s with the Giants, the 49ers. <laughs> I mean, there were some there were some good teams, dude. It was crazy. Oh, yeah. Uh, no doubt. But that guy won one. He went to more than three, but he won three with a different quarterback every freaking time. That is unreal. But that 91 Redskins squad, whew, they were incredible. And they beat the crap out of Detroit. I mean, they abs- they just crushed them. That was brutal. Uh, but random, random, random fun fact. Most points on drives with a fourth down conversion this season, including the playoffs. Okay. The Lions have the most when you include the playoffs. Again, the most points on drives 
where they had a fourth down conversion during the drive, including the playoffs, the Lions have the most, which is 99. They had 14 points in the playoffs on a drive that included the fourth down conversion. You want to guess the second team? Because I guarantee you, you guys will not get this right. <laughs> team that went for it on fourth down a lot. Uh-huh. Yeah, some of that is is, is probably a matter of necessity. <laughs> uh, Chargers? Nope. Good guess, though. Mm-mm. I have the top three listed. I'll give you the third team. The Browns. They had 82. Okay. How about the Broncos? Nope. Also a good guess, honestly. Mm-hmm. I think of teams who go who go for that fourth down regularly. Yeah. Or don't have a choice. So maybe it's a very bad team. <laughs> There's quite a few bad teams on there. Um, Giants? They're terrible, but it's not them. Right division, though. <laughs> Commanders? Yes, Washington. Washington, the most points on a drive with a fourth down conversion this season. Washington had 88. Dang. Which, if you just hit the regular season, that means they had the most. Terrible. Yeah, yeah that's because they sucked a lot. Of, they sucked big, fat bags of ass. They were down a lot. So, what do, <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> it's just terrible. Womp, womp. Womp, womp. Anyway, all right. Uh, let's make our AFC NFC Championship game picks and get out of here so you guys can get to bed. I can finish this beer. I can get to bed. I got to be up in four hours. So, all right, man, we got Ravens, Chiefs. Randy, where you want to go, dude? Uh, drop a nuke on the field and both teams get wiped out. Um, oh, wow. You just want to replay the <laughs> NFC Championship game as a Super Bowl? Um, Randy just went Alex Trebek. Wow. Fuck him. No. Holy, um, holy crap. Fuck him. Damn, dude. Yeah, basically. Um, <laughs> no, all right. On, on a more serious <laughs> note, um, and as much as I hate to even speak it into existence, mm-hmm. um, I feel like it's probably going to be the Ravens just because I just don't. As, of course, all the NFL playoff commercials have said, they're the team of <laughs> destiny, essentially. Team of um, destiny. <laughs> fucking hate that because it's just like, oh, look, everything's coming to fruition per what the commercial says. Come right, on, thanks. NFL script writers. They have the logo ready for the Ravens. <laughs> So, yeah, as as much as I dislike the idea of it, it's like, but at least I could be like Mark safe from Taylor Swift if that happens. So <laughs> there Aww. are benefits. Oh, Taylor Swift hater. You'll be all right. It ain't that. It's the fact that every time the, a fucking play <laughs> happened in that game, they fucking went right straight to the box to look at her. And I'm just they like, were, bro, they were looking for Jason Kelsey, you moron. They were looking for <laughs> Kelsey shortly. He's out there like chugging yeah, beers in the stands. Yeah, Kelsey. dude. He, he yeah, yeah right. so you got it all wrong, dude. Mm-hmm. He he's out there lifting up little little girls to show their signs to Taylor Swift. He's drinking beers with fans in the stand. Are you kidding? His his hairy man ass is out there. Like Shannon's napping and crapping. Jason Kelsey is out there bearing and sharing, dude. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was it was fine for a couple weeks, but it just it just got old. I I don't need to see. I know she's there. I know she's happy. I don't need to see her cheering every fucking big play. Yeah, you do. I'm sending. No, the, I'm don't. sending a note into the NFL. Randy Giles wants all the T sizzle coverage. Do it. <laughs> Tay Tay. 
<laughs> All right, so so you're you're pulling for the Ra- you don't like to pull for the Ravens, but you want Taylor Swift and the Kelseys and the Chiefs to go away. That's that's your story. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. <laughs> okay. But it's like again, I just feel like the way the Ravens are playing, right? Uh, the way Lamar is playing, mm-hmm. it's it's hard to kind of really look beyond that, given the fact yeah. that even though the Chiefs are catching fire at the right time, is it too little, too late? You know, well, they they better hope they can play better defense against Lamar than uh than than the Texans did. Well, that that they need some more offense, but God bless, man, Lamar Lamar picked the Texans apart. Woof. Mm. They kept you know they kept opening up. I I, I get it. it's a tough thing. You got to decide: is it pass coverage? Is it this? Is it that? But they 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 gave Lamar Jackson some lanes and he took them. Woof. Yep, he took them. But the Chiefs defense is should be in a better position than uh the Texans. That and they their offense should score more than three points, I would think. You would hope. You would hope. All right, Shannon, who are you taking? Um both teams are good, but I'm just I'm just gonna go with the Ravens. I, I think they'll have too a little too much home field and uh I just I just like the way that offense is clicking right now and uh-huh. with the I think the defense is just a little bit better and you know, if, if if you're starting at the quarterback position, of course, I'm looking at Kansas City, but I just think overall team, um, head coaches, Harbaugh can match Andy Reid. I, I, just give me Baltimore. It'll be close. At Baltimore, it, it's going to be like a 2016, 23, 20 game. It's, it's, it's not going to be a blowout by any means. Mm. Well, I would expect the Ravens to win. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and take Kansas City, A, so that I can, uh, you know, celebrate with Jason Kelsey and Taylor Swift all the way through the playoffs, just <laughs> so I can shake it off in front of Randy, <laughs> like, over and over. Uh, and no, you just like, want to chug a beer with your shirt I do, off. I do. I, I would absolutely – forget the Haloti not a case race challenge. I want to chill with Jason Kelsey and jump out of boxes. <laughs> matter of fact, uh, if, if we can get the sports brew in a box with Jason Kelsey, that might be the only box Whitfield gets into all year. You know what I'm oh. saying? Oh, no. <laughs> 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 and, he, and he didn't have to order it online. No. <laughs> no. Oh, man. That that was terrible. Um, anyway. <laughs> it? No, nah, it was great. Um, <laughs> anywho, all kidding aside. Uh, look, I, I think this is – look, I, it feels like it, the Ravens have a lot of a lot of momentum and, they, and it's in their house and they should win, right? It feels like that. At the same token, at the same token, um, heart of a champion, that extra 10 or 15%, Pacheco is an absolute stud. The Chiefs defense is good. Spags is creative. Um, look, they have some injuries on the offensive line. They got some stuff they're dealing with too, but as long as they don't start Kadarius, Tony, the chiefs have a shot. You tell me there's a chance. There's a chance six straight AFC title games. And I think it runs through Kansas city until proven otherwise. And I think the Ravens can beat them, but I think this is like that. Another lesson, right? For Lamar and the Ravens, man. I think He's not a Jedi yet. No, not a Jedi yet. I I think Kansas City breaks some more hearts, right? Mm. So I'm I'm gonna take the Chiefs. I'm gonna take the Chiefs. 
But at, look, at, realistically, the Ravens should win. The Ravens have, have thumped a lot of people. Um, and you never know how turnovers go and some other things. But there's there's a certain amount of championship moxie, confidence, and ridiculousness. And the Chiefs were a couple plays away from being a much higher seed in the playoffs. Right? I mean, they were. Um, and Tony is personally responsible for some of those things, man. Um I think the Chiefs were probably a better match for Baltimore than Buffalo would have been. And I was really pulling for Buffalo. I really was. I was hoping they were going to win, but um I don't I don't know, man. G- give me the crafty veteran have done it, have been there, have been through it, have been through the ringer, has have had to fight and claw and scrap. Give me the Chiefs, man. And um if there's any referee shenanigans, Randy, they're probably going to benefit the Chiefs. You know this, right? Yeah, I do. <laughs> okay, give me the Chiefs. All right, then we're going to flip to 49ers and Lions. We obviously know who who Randy is going to pick to win, but Randy, I want you to tell me why you think the 49ers win this. Honestly, I think it's going to boil down to uh, the defense more than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they should be able to get enough pressure on golf to uh, force some mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, it seems like even though – the Lions have played well, they're still giving up yards. They and are. so that really opens things up for McCaffrey uh, and Purdy to make some make plays as well. Um, but and I'll, and I'll say this, even though, yes, I'm picking the Niners, obviously I'm, you know, wholeheartedly. I would not be upset or disappointed uh, if Detroit won. You'll be um, disappointed. I'll be disappointed, but I, mean, I, I won't be. But I won't be mad. I won't be like fuck these guys because honestly, I'd be happy for this team because they've been such a shit show for so Forever. long. Forever. To, to, to have to for them to have that shot at the Super Bowl, I'm I'd be happy for them. They retired. Detroit has been such a dumpster fire that Stafford wanted the hell out. They retired Calvin Johnson early. They retired Barry Sanders early. I mean, come on, dude, dude. There's been all kinds of stories and memes floating around. Like they're like, uh, you know, everybody says the Cowboys are America's team. People are like, nah, man. Right now, Detroit is America's team. <laughs> it's so funny, makes me laugh. But it it, it it's a great story. You know, it it feels like Detroit. If it's not going to be your team, you go. You know what? It sucks for me as a fan. It sucks for my squad. But good for Detroit, right? Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Good for them. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to figure, you know, we were what in our teens the last time Detroit was relevant in terms of the playoffs. Yeah. Well, I was in my team. The, the last time Detroit was relevant, the Redskins were fantastic. That's how I damn well I mean, know I, I, I think about it. I was 13 the year that <laughs> I was 13 the year that they yeah. actually made the NFC championship yeah. game. That's crazy to think to think that they've been dude. that bad for yes. this long, dude, 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 dude. We were we were thirteen, which means I was only four years older than my son is now. That is how long it has been since the since the Lions were really good and the Redskins were awesome. That is a lifetime, and that is a couple. That is like a couple of lifetimes ago. I kidding? mean, shit. If if you know, good God, Washington, the Redskins were if they bring the Redskins back, but. Commanders, whatever. Dare to if dream. They, if they if they were in the same position, I would be I'd be very happy for you. If they, if, they, <laughs> if I mean, if it was like the NFC Championship game, and one day, you know, they, I, you I know, hear you. 
Well, I hope you feel this way next year when the Packers and the 49ers, of course, meet again in the playoffs. And be like, look, dude, you've won five in a row. Give one to the Packers and don't <laughs> bitch about it. Well, what the fuck are you talking about? You go from far... You go from Favre to Rodgers, and now Love is showing up. And so what the fuck? Where is this adversity this team is supposed to be facing with having a quarterback not named Favre or Rodgers? Well, they had to deal with Rodgers' ego for a couple years. Come on, man. That's a pain in the ass. That counts at least as one drunken Miller, right? Doesn't it? Fuck out of here with that. <laughs> Jim Drunken Miller. Jesus Christ. What the fuck was that all about? I don't know. That was a waste of a pick. My God. Especially in the first round. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ter- terrible pick. Terrible pick. All right. So I think this game I'm super fascinated by. Super fascinated by. And I hope Debo plays. I hope I, I, do. I hope Debo plays. And that, that not only does he play, but that he's right. Yes. That's probably a more important component of that is that Debo is healthy enough to play and isn't just a decoy. And that he can legitimately contribute on field, and that he doesn't reaggravate or get hurt and get knocked out, you know, for yeah. sure. Because um, with uh, oh man, double burp. How about that? With Debo in the lineup and healthy, 49ers are fifty-three and twenty-three. Without Debo, they are eight and nine. So from dominant to sub five hundred, it's a big difference. Big difference. Shannon, who you taking, bro? Uh, I got San Francisco. I, I, I love the Detroit story. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I, I feel like this is the proverbial, this is the end of the road uh, for that group uh-huh. for this season. Uh, you know, I, I it's going to be a gritty game. It's going to be tough. It's going to be close. I, I just think at the end of the day, either the San Francisco defense or McCaffrey makes plays down the stretch to, to win the game. All right. Uh, I'm pretty torn on this one. Um, I don't have a dog in the fight per se. And my prognostications the past couple of weeks have been very dangerous for anybody that I picked. So I'm going to take the Niners. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Man. That's payback for the Packers. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, you can reasonably talk about both teams and find reasons that you think both teams can win. Here's here's my concern um, for San Francisco right now. I think the Lions are on a mission because uh, it's just where they're at in their organizational and team development curve. But I also really do believe them getting shafted by by the refs in that Dallas game I think they are salty, dude. They they played Minnesota. They didn't have to play Minnesota. They played Minnesota. They played them. You know, they went at it. Uh, this team, you're going to have to really, really earn the dub against the Lions. And I just I just think they're going to be gritty, tough, and whatever. Now, uh, do I super trust Jared Goff? I do not. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, I don't. But I love Amon Ross St. Brown. I love Jameer Gibbs. Um, and I, I, I think the Lions are going to bring the heat. So my concern is if Brock Purdy, if he's more fourth quarter, finish this off Brock Purdy, 49ers are fine. If he's struggle busting and trying to gift wrap a couple of throws to people, I don't think he gets away with those mistakes against Detroit. I think the more compelling story is arguably Detroit. I can absolutely build a case for both teams to win. I'm a little cons- a little bit concerned about the secondary for San Francisco. 
you know, uh, as a Hufanga out. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a little concerned about that. So I've, I've wanted to take San Francisco all year, and for the most part, I've stayed on the San Francisco train. But I have a sneaking suspicion that Detroit is going to make this an absolute pain in the ass. And if Brock Purdy doesn't play, I'd say at least a B-plus game. I don't think he's got to be A-plus, but I think he's got to at least be B-plus. B-plus slash A-minus. I think he's going to have to be in that zone. Because uh, you know McCaffrey's going to be legit. Kittle's going to ball. Um, the weather shouldn't be an issue. I mean, I, I think bad weather would obviously adversely impact both the quarterbacks, so it probably is kind of a wash. So I expect the 49ers to win, but I just I, I don't know. I cannot discount what the Lions are bringing this year, and so I, I think I'm I think I'm rocking with the upset train, and I'm going to take the Chiefs to knock off the one, and I'm going to take the Lions to knock off the one, which is right. which is bold. <laughs> Which is bold, because it really it feels like it's 49ers Ravens is what the Super Bowl is going to be right and it feels like that's yeah. what it, that's what it's going to be because it feels like you know the Ravens thumped the Niners early this year but they also got some fluky picks off of Purdy right and so you go well this is the Brock Purdy you're going to you're going to have to give him credit redemption game because if it's 49ers Ravens and the 49ers win you know what I'm saying like that yeah. that legitimizes everything and I think that's a a very very highly probable outcome, but I I, I don't know I, I I'm I'm very intrigued by the lion story and the grit and just uh, maybe it's a little cult of personality ish, um, but I I I just I just think they're playing so freaking rugged and tough right now. I don't love their defense; it has been a little soft uh, in some spots. Um, I'm worried about Debo, Randy. I'm really worried about Debo being on field. Um, I hope he's healthy. I hope he's right. But, I, you know, this is one of those where the 49ers should win. I'm worried about a couple of things. And I, I feel like I'm just leaning upset Kansas City over Baltimore and Detroit over over San Francisco. And we get a, uh, a Lions-Chief Super Bowl, which sounds so impossibly weird. <laughs> oh yeah, without a doubt. Like, it sounds impossible, dude. It sounds like a debacle. Hopefully, the power stays on. Oh, God bless. If it was Forty Nine ers Ravens and the power went out again, I'd absolutely one hundred percent believe there's a conspiracy. <laughs> That'd be absolutely fucking amazing. <laughs> that would that would be nuts, dude. Tinfoil hat, man. That'd be that'd be crazy. I still can't believe that happened in that Super Bowl. <laughs> I, I, it's still it's still crazy to me, dude. Because yeah. the Forty Nine ers were kicking the Ravens ass yeah they were they were kicking their ass before that happened man you know it, it was wasn't that the year where it was like ray lewis and like the antler spray and all that weird crap going on yeah, yeah. uh-huh uh-huh yeah randy's like mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man it's just nuts dude it, 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 how do you gonna lose power in a super bowl what the fuck man can't do it you can't can't do it they did. Yeah, they did. Did it live, too. I can't do it. We'll do it live. Okay. <laughs> we'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can, I'll write it, and we'll do it live. Right. Fucking thing sucks. So the good news, Randy, is that my picks have been so atrociously shitty the past couple of weeks 
<laughs> but if I, I, I take the Lions and I take the Chiefs, it's going to be Ravens, 49ers in the Super Bowl. And then all the tinfoil conspiracy people with the logo are going to be like, mm-hmm, see, it's 49ers and Ravens. <laughs> so, there you go. Let's do it. So, anyway, am I going to see anybody for – is anybody like – do y'all want to hang out for the, the, the games? It's Sunday. Do y'all want to hang out or anything? Are y'all doing stuff? That'd be cool. I got to go to Williamsburg to visit my father-in-law. Y'all watching football, I hope? I, I hope so. Apparently, Amber found out today that he was kind of lonely. No oh. one's visiting him, so what we're the running vi- out Sunday to visit him. Why don't you visit on Saturday? <laughs> Lily's got She's got her directorial <laughs> debut on Saturday for a oh. thing, and that's when her friends are coming over for a party and all that. So Sunday it is. Yeah. Oh, well... Good on you. Go go watch some football with Pops. Go do it. Yeah, got to, man. All right. Well, let's wrap up and get out of here, man. Go get some rest, gentlemen. As always, it's been fun. I appreciate all the BS. Shannon, stop trying to take out planes. And also, uh, dear PETA, PETA, whatever, uh, do not try to play replace Puxatawney Phil with a giant coin. No. Groundhog Day is Groundhog Day, not coin flip day. Yes, we understand that weather predictions based off of a groundhog are bullshit. We understand that. Okay, people for the ethical treatment of animals. We understand it. I don't think anybody's like, what? What do you think they're doing to Puxatawney Phil? I think that groundhog probably has a pretty damn good life, man. I was about to say, look at the size of that motherfucker. He (laughs) eats well. He is fat. He is fat. That guy's getting Chinese with three forks. He's stealing it from Shannon. <laughs> Puxatawney Phil is doing just fine, dude. Nobody, <sighs> nobody wants to see a coin. Puxatawney Phil. What are you Fuck gonna that have? Shit. No. F O H, dude. No. No, absolutely not. And also, random lady that stole twenty five hundred twenty five hundred dollars worth of Stanley Cups. Calm yourself down. <laughs> it was not worth it. It was not worth stealing a whole car full of cups. She could she gonna do major time. Are you kidding? Are you kidding? You loaded up your car to Target, Why? rolled out, stuck it. You stupid. Stupid ass. Oh my god. Stupid. Stupid, stupid. And here, uh, one of my favorite things. I'm gonna play this for you. This is the Korean call of Tyler Bass missing that kick. Oh, Facebook, come on. Load it up. What is wrong with you? Oh, my God. It's not opening. Fucking Facebook. I swear to God. <laughs> oh, here we go. Could you figure out their moment of pain? Yep. <laughs> womp, womp. Womp, womp. Oh, my God. Incredible. Anyway, thanks for eventually loading that Facebook. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Long enough. Anyway. It's like someone grabbed a hold of their best friends and squeezed a little bit. Yeah, that, that, that feels like somebody, like, totally, you know, grab-assed on the, on, the, on the sack. You know what I mean? Like, they grabbed a nut and twisted or something or where you got, oh! where you got a, you got a titty twister back in the day or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> oh damn, purple, yeah. purple, yeah, purple, purple, man, pretty rough. But anyway, look, uh, keywords of sports brew as always. You can find us on our home feed on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Music, 
Amazon, a whole bunch of podcast sites. Uh, thanks for putting up with our crap and listening to, you know, making it through this podcast, which honestly went a lot longer than I expected it to. We're at 245. I didn't think that was going to happen. Jesus. I know. So four games and we talked for two and two hours and 45 minutes about it. Unbelievable. Talk about getting debacled in the impossible. Thanks, Emmett. But uh, anywho, it's almost, <sighs> at, you know, of all the things I didn't expect this week, it's this podcast running this long and C.D. Lamb's mom going after Dak Prescott. Didn't expect it, right? I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> anyway, all right. Mari Cooper. Mari Cooper and, uh, well, you know, Kirk Cousins with a little bit, uh, you know, different tone, right? Wasn't that, the, wasn't that the comment from Amari Cooper? Wasn't it? Yeah. I think it was. Yeah. Maybe it's true. I don't know. There might be there might be a reason Belichick was like, no thanks, y'all. <laughs> anyway. All right, all kidding aside, no. Appreciate it as always. Thanks for putting up with our crap. And guys, it, it was always great to hang out. Follow up with me if you want to hang out. Uh Randy, just let me know. Uh, all right, but will do. Anyway, as always, from all of us, all of you, enjoy the weekend, enjoy the football, and good night now. And Doc Rivers, God bless and good luck. Here's to not having a three one playoff series lead and collapse. Okay, just saying. Asking for a friend, Shannon. Is he going to be okay in Milwaukee? <laughs> uh, he's got the talent, but he's going to—I don't know. I don't know. I got—I got to watch some games first. Well, we got to see. We got to see. All right. Well, on that note, we're out. Catch you next week when we get to set up and talk about the Super Bowl. Oh my God! How did that happen? Right. Unreal. All right. Catch you next week from all of us to all of you. Thanks and. Good night now. Later, Gators. See ya. Good night. See ya. <laughs> All right, friends. Later, man. All right, man. Good night, y'all. Night, guys. Good night, fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, later, dudes. <laughs>